part two of our five-part Kid Nation rewatch on Rob Has a Podcast is sponsored by our friends over at Echelon Fit, the evolution of fitness. Now, when it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment or hitting your fitness goals or feeling great about yourself. Of course, it's the new year. So many of us are trying to hit our fitness goals. Of course, uh, that is very easy to do when you are in Bonanza City. Uh, Not too much to eat. The rest of us, a lot of junk food around. Important to try to eat right and then also get in shape. Echelon can get you there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity is, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. The EX7S, that's Echelon's latest state-of-the-art innovation that takes cycling to the next level. The EX7S connected bike is built with performance, flexibility, and durability in mind. And the EX7S is the bike for competitors at heart. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio classes always available when you need them. And unlike the competitors, Echelon is affordable for everyone. One membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Right now, you can try the Echelon Fitness Equipment at your home for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com slash R-H-A-P. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash R-H-A-P. Coming to you live from Bonanza City, it's Rob has a podcast, and now here's a guy who knows a whole bunch of new ways to watch child endangerment. I am Rob's sister, Nino. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to week two of the RHAP Rewind, our special series where we are going back and looking at some of your beloved reality TV series. All this month, we're going to be taking a look at Kid Nation. Last week, we kicked off the new year talking about the premiere of 2007's CBS reality series, Kid Nation. And today, we're going to be talking about episodes two, three, and four of Kid Nation, of course, we are back with a man who, this was a very formative show, he watched it as an eight-year-old, he's going back as an adult to look at what happened in Bonanza City. Please welcome back Phil Thompson. Phil, how are you? I'm doing well, Rob. Um, I just got back from the saloon, actually. I was just slamming down a couple of root beers. I So I, if, uh, if I start slurring my words yes. later on, just let you, I'm just letting you know that beer? Who knows? We'll find out yeah. here today. All right. And then, wow, we are so lucky here today. It's like we've won a reward, and uh, we are getting uh, instant gratification here today on the podcast because we are going to be joined by the voice of the people. No, it's not Taylor from Kid Nation. It is Melissa Denny. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great. I am so excited to be here to talk about Kid Nation. I am absolutely obsessed with that show. I've been talking it up for years, telling everyone they need to watch it. Um, But I will say that when I heard that Phil was eight years old when he saw it, I wanted to just about die. Uh, I was uh, not eight years old when I watched that. I was, uh, what, like 17 at the time. Mm -hmm. And so what's interesting is that... No, I want to die, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, It just keeps going on. Uh, I uh, was in my recollection of my time watching the show. I was like, I, 
I want to be on this show. Like I want to be on this reality show. Like I think I could do a great job you at just it. Missed blah, the blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. And so like I I literally researched like the application because they were applying for season two at the time. Um, and then they like kind of called it all off after yeah. like um they just decided not to go forward with it. But at the time they were asking for applicants for season two, and I like checked the rules of the applications and like went through all this like rigmarole to try and see if I could still apply even though I was 17 um and I could I was just or I was like I was just at the cutoff I needed to be 16 because I think 16 was it and I was like gonna lie on my application I was like I need to be on this show it's not so bizarre like I was like 17 and then like now thinking back and I'm like, Melissa, you're 17. You, you did not need to be on that show. But like in my mind, I was like, I, this is the show. Yeah. I need to get on it. I just wanted to be on some reality show that was like Big Brother. It was it couldn't be Big Brother because I wasn't old enough. Couldn't be Survivor because like that would be a nightmare for me. Couldn't be Kid Nation because I was too old. So I was like trying to like find a way to get on. Yeah. And d- it did not happen. But I like I'm pretty sure I like mocked up my application and like almost sent it in but then they like called it off okay well Listen. it was all worthwhile because you're here today to talk about Kid <laughs> it's Nation. All worth it. yes very <laughs> excited by any uh, chance if you missed our first episode go to rob has a website.com slash kid nation one if you want to hear the first episode in this podcast series you could hear phil and i talk about the premiere we are going to be doing this dropping these every friday here in the month of january here on rhap rewind phil how has your week been my week has been all right you know i've just kind of been quarantining you know just like everyone else not doing anything but having kid nation to look forward to and having this to talk about and have, being able to actually think about this has kind of, you know, made the week go by. Melissa, I have a question, though. Like, do you think you would have been able to cut it on, on Kid Nation? I know you were 17, so, you know, you're even older than Greg. But do you think you would have been all right? I think I would have been great. I think I would have, like, taken charge and really, like, pulled my weight around. I mean, honestly, like, I really would have loved to have been a merchant. Because that looks awesome to be able to like own. I mean, that would have been like literally my dream because when I was little, I used to go to this like California Discovery Center, um, like kids like museum or whatever, the children's museum where they had a makeshift like town for the like kids and you could work at a grocery store. And I would just like stay in that grocery store for hours and hours and hours and just like ring people up and then like take the food back to the go backs that they didn't want. And like, I I just stayed in there for hours. And uh, so, you know, I would be amazing at this. And my dream job when I was younger, besides being either a dog or a veterinarian (laughs) would be, uh, was a grocery bagger. So like, I feel like I would have done amazing things with the, uh, the general store and the saloon. I would have just really killed it. Mm-hmm. Would have thrown every challenge for the to be in the merchant class. <laughs> not I a would complete have. throw. I'd be like, not a complete okay, throw. Slowly. Yeah. I, I. I mean, what's the point of being? You know, in the upper class, you don't do anything. Yeah, sure, you can like pitch in, but I mean, what else are you supposed to do? You're literally in the middle of nowhere in this like random western <laughs> set. Set. <laughs> set. Like, yeah. you might as well be a merchant. Yeah. Or a uh, cook. <laughs> yeah, you do get more Taylor money. Was complaining. You do yeah. get more money to spend at the store, of course. Uh, if- also, wait, I have a question though. Yes. Uh, okay, and you guys brought this up last time. So the the 
laborers, the lower class or <laughs> the laborers, okay? Yeah. Then the then you have the cooks. And the laborers all are all complaining that the cooks aren't washing the dishes. But then what is the laborer's job then if not to wash the dishes? They clean after the, the latrines plate? and they go get the water. They go but get the, the water. cooks. Okay, cook says you cook, right? Cook yeah. doesn't say cook and clean. It says you cook. And then the laborers should be the, the cleaners. So, you know, honestly, like we could justify Taylor's position, really. <laughs> it, I think it depends. If, if, if Taylor is, you know, if Taylor is in charge of the cooks, then the cooks just cook, you know. But if it's, you know, like a different if the Green Party or whatever are the cooks, then, you know, they can cook and clean. It really just depends on whatever the leader says. There's no rules in Kid Nation. And that's why it's great. OK, <laughs> let me just also set up if you uh, don't know what we're talking about, but you would like to <laughs> join in or refresh your memory. Uh, these episodes are available up on YouTube. Somehow CBS has never got these taken down. You would think that they would, <laughs> but they are still up on YouTube. You can go and find them very easily. Just type in Kid Nation into your YouTube search and you can find all of the episodes we are going to be talking about episodes two three and four i have never seen the series i've not seen past episode number four so melissa please try to refrain from spoiling me about the major events uh from bonanza city that go beyond episode number four this is my fourth rewatch fourth rewatch oh my my god watch my fourth watch my third rewatch yes melissa did you watch big brother had you been watching big brother prior to Kid Nation or was Kid Nation sort of like the gateway drug which then got you to Big Brother? Rob, please. I was 17 at the time. Big Brother came out in 2000 and I watched the first season when I was 10 years old. Don't you dare. Yes, okay. (laughs) This has been a lifetime journey to get to this point. great Big Brother credentials. Yes, okay, good. (laughs) Look, I'm not a snob about like, hey, were you even watching then? Did you go back and watch? Yeah. So that I, I welcome all of the the Big Brother fans. Okay, so let's talk about these episodes. Boy, that these episodes, I was not expecting this. That they all deal with like a theme, and the themes get wilder and wilder as we go through. We're going to be talking first about episode two, to kill or not to kill, uh, which is all about uh, slaughtering the animals in. Bonanza City. We are really that I every time I think that boy they, they cannot take worse care of these children. No, let we're gonna get them involved in. Okay, kids, you're gonna have to eat animals, and so get out the knives and the and the hatchets because it's time to start to kill the animals on Kid Nation. Nine year olds. It's the best second episode i think ever because it totally like in the beginning of the episode it's like the perfect cold open where they recap the first episode in case you know someone missed it and then immediately they're like we're hungry there are these chickens we have to kill the chickens like instantly and so you know it perfectly just like would pull anyone in i think it's 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 total shock value and they totally just you know go for like we see everything but that's what makes it amazing okay so so Yes, I love Kid Nation. You know that. Don't get me wrong. But there is one thing about Kid Nation that I absolutely hate. And (laughs) to be fair, this is a very large thing, which is that stupid pioneer journal that basically (laughs) like forces them to confront some non-existent issue 
every week. First, you know, you got the chicken thing, like you must kill someone or whatever. And then you've got like, <laughs> you've got like you must, the religion kill, thing, which is like, thing. we yeah. need one religion in town. Like you must confront this demon that's plagued us. And it's like, this is like not even relevant. All of a sudden we're making these kids talk about this stuff, which like, I, I would have loved it so much more if there wasn't this stupid fake journal. And instead it was like, okay, like let's, Let's just see what happens. Like, let's let these kids just like create their own society and like what happens. Like, I don't mind the whole like, okay, some people have to be cooked, some people have to be whatever. That's fine. But like forcing them to like, like, you know, have a themed episode each time. Like, I just, I'm not a fan of that. Like, they don't need to implement a curfew unless they want to. Like, it's more exciting to see them not do those things, like not implement a curfew and then see what happens. And then like, okay, how do we deal with this? But instead it's like, they initially confront them and say, you need a curfew. And then they're like, we don't want a curfew. And that's how the issues get created. It's like, that's my least favorite part. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with you because not only do we have the journal, but also like, it's very disingenuous to lie to the children like this, Phil, like (laughs) these are little kids. You are lying to them. Like this is beyond Santa Claus to the fairy. This is like, uh, okay, children, uh, that, that if you want to survive, you're going to have to kill the animals that are there. Like it's, it's not only that we're endangering the children, we're also tricking them with this book, (laughs) but I don't know. It's like, it's pretty obvious that, it was the producers writing it. And I think the kids even know it. Like in the booklet, it'll be like, if you're reading this, it means you're already settled in. Or it'll mm-hmm. be like, you brought chickens with you, right? Like the, the, the book says that. And it's <laughs> like, what pioneer like wrote this? Like you brought chickens with you, right? Who Who is this for? I don't know. I think the kids kind of know like what, you know, it's definitely the producers telling them. And I, that's, I think, like we're talking about how every single episode has like a certain structure or a certain, you know, theme to it. And so I think that's kind of the imbalance of the show where we kind of don't really know who it's for. Like, cause you know, shows with like a theme every single week, that's like a kid show, you know, like Sesame street or something like that. Like today we're learning about religion today. We're learning about killing chickens. But then, you know, when we see the chicken slaughter, it's so like, it's, it's a massacre. And it's like, you know, are children actually supposed to be watching this? I don't know. It's like, it's a real imbalance, I'd say. Well, I will say that we did get a disclaimer on the bottom of the screen before we get to the scene where the chickens are killed <laughs> of like, hey, children that are watching this, please be be aware. <laughs> Phil, did did your dad let you watch when they killed the chickens? Did they say, OK, well, you might have to leave the room for this. My mom, I remember my mom made me leave the room when, when that mm-hmm. happened. And I was like, but there's kids what, doing it right on the TV. Like, I don't understand. It's for the best. It's for the yeah. best. All right. So uh, they have a, a lo- some foodstuffs here. Uh, we saw a little bit of uh, what they had uh, last time. They have some pasta. We learned they have a lot of canned goods. And then the children are also in charge of opening up the cans uh bean dad he could have just sent his daughter to go to kid nation they'd learn all about opening up cans but the kids are very aware of we have no protein and there is a little bit of a discussion of uh should we should we kill the chickens uh what 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 do you think uh taylor is very much in favor of time to eat the chickens (laughs) <laughs> yeah we get kind of like taylor and mike are definitely but mike pisses me off sometimes yeah. because mike was just like we really need fresh meat we need we can't just eat this canned stuff we really got to have fresh but like 
you know, Mike's not also Mike's not the one to be actually killing the chickens. He's, you know, like thinking, oh, we got to have fresh meat. I wish we had chicken. But he's not actually doing anything to, you know, get to actually, you know, for the kids to actually eat the chicken. You know, it's all Greg. It's Greg doing most of the work. You know, Mike is kind of just sitting yeah. on the sideline. Uh, we also Melissa, meet a young woman named Emily. Uh, really, this is kind of like the only time we see Emily uh, over the course. Like this is her arc of Emily. She it comes from a family that she says she breeds horses. Uh, she's nine. Uh, somehow she loves animals. She is against. She doesn't want anything bad to happen to the chickens. I loved Emily when I watched this initially and i love her still now i think mm-hmm. that that is they should absolutely not have killed those chickens at all like i think that number one like uh that's less eggs that they get yeah. to eat and number two like uh you know it, first of all they've been there for four days so <laughs> and they're like we need fresh meat it's like no you don't like yeah. and i love the argument that was almost like vegetarians don't eat meat and they're like well they do they eat other protein it's like well yeah you could eat other protein too like okay i just feel like it's like okay cool so you kill a chicken and you think that one chicken or that two chicken that's gonna feed it this all 39 40 kids. of you yeah. for like <laughs> the rest of the trip like no it's not like that'll give you one meal and that poor chicken just lost its life like i'm absolutely not in favor of this this is one of my least favorite episodes of the entire show and uh i think that they should not have encouraged this uh and like of course greg is like i'll slaughter it it's like, yeah, Greg, okay, we know. You you like want to like just wring its neck with your bare hands. We get it. But you know, I just it's that this episode was not for me. I was not a fan mm-hmm. of it at the time, still not a fan of it now. It's tough to watch these kids just like this is where it feels to me very Lord of the Fliesy, where they're like, you know, like, yeah, they're kill it, kill it's like, <laughs> oh my God, what the heck is going on? Yeah, like, you know, after, you know, they do the whole reading thing, then they actually have a meeting where they, like, talk about, you know, the chicken. And, of course, yeah, like, Greg is totally just like, I've slaughtered beef, I've slaughtered lamb, I've slaughtered slaughtered all the stuff. And it sounds like, you know, the most predictable thing that Greg has ever said. Like, of course, if anyone, sure. if anyone's doing it, he's it's Dexter. Yeah, Greg. yeah. He's <laughs> done this all before. Uh, there's some talk of uh, exactly how are they going to kill the chickens? <laughs> They're gonna hang him like they did to Saddam Hussein. They're gonna uh, hang him like they did Saddam Hussein. Yeah, it's so funny how seriously she said that. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh my god, this little kid. Yeah, there are some like odd like political references here. They always in talk about the Iraq War. Like, I guess that was like a huge deal at the time. Not that it's not a huge deal now, but just yeah. like you know, it, all the kids are mentioning it. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you always bringing this up? Yeah, totally like dates the series, but also I think that's one of the most fascinating parts about the show is that, you know, upon even just watching these episodes, I'm kind of just like realizing, of course, all kids are or they, they all they do is just really parrot their parents. You yeah. know, they just kind of are just walking, talking, saying whatever their parents like say and think they don't actually know a single thing. And so I guess that's kind of the fun of it, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally as a parent, like I understand like how uh, like a, a lot of the problems in our world are just like the, the parents tell the children these things like because I know that I tell my children a lot of like anti New York Yankee propaganda about how <laughs> like never that uh, we were talking today. If uh, my kids ever married a Yankee fan, I wouldn't come to the wedding. So that that's how this stuff gets passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> parents like uh spread hate to their kids 
Yeah, I mean, we definitely see that, you know, in, in a much fuller form, you know, later on. But it is, yeah, it's something that's always kind of weird, you know, because we, we never really meet the parents besides the ending. But we just <laughs> kind of get people just, you know, parroting. We can know, imagine whatever. a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see, like, Taylor's parents. You can see Greg's parents pretty yes, easily. Yes. <laughs> so Emily is going to go on a, uh, sh- a little bit of a protest here. She's going to lock herself, uh, or, or she's going to, at first, uh, she will go to the general store. Does she lock herself in the, in, the, in the chicken coop yet, or does that happen later? No, that well, happens. Basically, after the meeting where they're like, we're going to kill the chickens, we get a shot. I love every time they do a handheld shell of just a kid running, running as fast as they can through just, you know, the set. And, you know, yeah. Emily just goes bursting yeah, running. She's, she locks herself yeah. in the chicken coop. Uh, and yeah. so then they end up uh, coming out and they have a meeting in the general store. Emily finally says, OK, fine. I, you know, I'll give in. You can kill the chickens. She, yeah, <laughs> she's like. First, yeah, she's just talking about like you know I'm going home if we kill the chicken. Yeah. I'm going home, but then yeah, eventually she, she just yeah, it, you know, two chickens. Who cares? Yeah. You know, it's not going to feed the kids. Who, yes. Yeah, who cares? Um, and Greg is going to be the person who is the the butcher. Uh, Melissa, Greg is playing for the gold star. Greg wants that twenty k, and it, you know, at times in these episodes, like he goes, he's hot and cold. Where sometimes he actually is contributing to the camp here when he is the only person that was willing to kill the chicken. But uh, sort of like I, I don't know what's going on in Greg's life. Greg really needs that twenty k. Yes, uh, yeah, I absolutely do not believe that Greg has like turned over a new leaf and has changed his ways, and now he deserves a gold star. I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like. That's great that now he's, you know, doing, you know, helping the town and doing all that. Like, even if it's for the gold star, at least he's doing those things. But then you you don't just immediately give him the gold star because he's done those things. It's like it should be a constant like, yeah. OK, now he's like really improved. And every week he's still doing it and he's not getting the gold star. So it shows that he's like doing it because he wants to and not necessarily <laughs> because he's only just like trying to get the gold star. So like, I absolutely agree with the idea that like. Don't give it to him yet just because he's, you know, finally doing something nice, you know, or something useful. Like you wait and you see if the behavior has actually changed. And if not, like, don't reward that. There are so many other people in the town who are helping. And just because Greg is big and he can carry things like or he can like murder a chicken like that doesn't mean that you, you know, should give him money for that and reward that. Phil, it is kind of a sad story with Greg where it does sound like he has no money to go to college. Yeah, he's talking about his college fund. You know, like, I, I, it's funny to think about, like, as soon as, you know, you know, as soon as Sophia got that gold star, Greg just had the dollar signs just on his eyes, just like, okay, this is what I need to do. Like, I apparently, I, you know, I got to go to college now and I got to think about that. So, like, I also don't know, like, $20,000 for college. I mean, it's 2007. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how college, you know, costed that, mo- that you know, in 2007, but. Now, I don't really think that'd pay for much, to be honest, unless Greg's getting scholarships, which, again, I, I don't know if Greg's getting the scholarships. <laughs> no, I don't think Greg is getting a, uh, a scholarship, but I also don't think that uh, Greg is going to uh, an Ivy League university. Either. <laughs> Pretty sure yeah. that's not the case. All right. So after we get through the chicken saga, I, I couldn't believe this. Okay. We had no talk of the weather through the first five days of Kid Nation. But day six, I don't know if a cold front has come through, 
but I could not believe this when that the Bonanza City had frozen over that these are uh, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds. They are living outside, and the water temperature has dipped below freezing. What is going on, Kid Nation? It does not look like they're prepared for that. I mean, yes, sure, they have, like, hats or whatever and, like, coats, but those... Those buildings are sets like they're sets for old like spaghetti westerns. And like this Mm -hmm. is not this is is not appropriately fitted with like heating or insulation like this is not it's not like I can't imagine it must be freezing. Why did they film this in the fall? Why did they film this like in the winter, actually, when it's like snowing? I don't understand. I don't I, I don't know. Like even survivor conditions, they never put you know survivors through actual like freezing weather like and you know like these kids like their laundry they're like they, because they, they have to do their laundry by hand and like w- buckets of water you know for people who w- aren't washing and you know the laundry buckets with which have clothes in them are totally frozen like you know like they can't they can't they have to wear what's on their backs it's yeah it's it's torture so <laughs> michael one of the laborers has to go to the well to get the water but the damn well is frozen. <laughs> like, By the way, I want to say I love Michael. I loved Michael then. I love Michael now. He is such a, uh, I love him so much. He's so great. And he's so well-spoken. His little mop top of hair is just so cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, so, you know, I'm, I, I was very taken with him at the time. <laughs> he's a great leader. No, I think Michael, you know, I might talk about on the show if 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 this was Survivor Big Brother, I would see Michael as like one of the winners of this show. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael just it. In it. everyone kind of likes him. Yeah. So, all right. So the kids they can't even drink the water because the well is frozen. So what does Michael have to go do? He has to go get boiling water from the kitchen and then carry wa- boiling water out what a quarter of a mile out to it's the insane. pump. You got a, a a teenager carrying boiling water out into the God knows where to go pour it on the freezing pump so the kids can drink water. So they can, yeah, literally <laughs> drink water. Again, they don't do that on Survivor. On Survivor, they always have the well. They can always boil water. Yeah. I, you know, it's insane. But I'm also surprised that the well, like, I guess maybe this was just my paranoia. I was just thinking when I was watching, like, oh, God, like this water's going to freeze and then they're going to be totally screwed. I don't know what's going to happen. But luckily, luckily, everything worked out. It was OK. Everything worked out. OK. Yeah. All right. We uh, to be fair, they weren't going to like to defend like Kid Nation as a show. They weren't going to let the kids like go through thirsty because they had apparently they had PAs going around with like Gatorade and making sure they were all hydrated. <laughs> okay. So like I don't know if you Rob have seen it and I asked Phil if he's seen them too but there's a bunch of interviews on YouTube right yes. now like that just came out during this quarantine of the Kid Nation kids now yeah. talking about their experiences and of course I've watched them all and uh, you guys should check them out if you haven't already seen them. So because you know all the inside scoops. Yes I know all the inside scoops like let me tell you so, number one, like, I'm just going to, like, like go through this real quick because, like, you guys were spreading some misinformation last week. I'm just going to say. Okay, well, well, okay yeah. I number one, you guys said that when Greg and Blaine went around with the chalk, that the production was telling them, like, go around 
put blue on the, you know, on, on all their yes. things. Yeah. That's not true. They actually went and did it. Greg said in his interview that they actually went around and did that. Um, but that product and they did it at night though. And then production was like, wait, uh, can we get some footage of you guys like actually doing this? So they, they did like every, they said everything was like not scripted. Everything that they did was like something that they actually did. However, in some situations, like if production didn't get a good shot of it, they would make Mm -hmm. them repeat conversations or make them repeat things that they already did. But there was never any situation where they like said, like you need to do this or say this. However, there was, so we will get to this, but I'm sure that the people who are listening to this have already watched episode four about religion, where Morgan like decides to like host her own service. Yes. That actually production told her to do that. They were like, can you like get the people together and like host your own little service for them? Um, and she was like, okay, sure. But they, mm-hmm. they told her to do that. The other thing is you guys said that the gold star conversation with parents was fake. And that the, they like told the parents and the parents had to act. And then they like did this, uh, according to Michael, uh, they actually flew a crew out to meet with the parents and then said, okay, now at the same time, we're going to film you on one end and we're going to film Michael on the other end, like talking and telling the news to your parents. So that actually is legit. And they simultaneously filmed both sequences according That's, to Michael. Okay. Cause uh, I think both of those sounds kind of surprising to me. I mean, because again, we'll talk about the parents' conversations. A lot of the parents just act like they have guns to their heads or something like that. Would I? Yeah. Okay. That 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 makes sense. That checks out to me. I I do know though that not to you know I do know that Taylor. This is again what Taylor's saying, and she talked about how a lot of what she was saying on the show, the producers like prompted her. But again, it's a lot of she he said, she said that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, if you look bad, you're going to be like, I was forced to say these things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I will say that, like, there is so there is yeah, also anything bad that I said in Survivor the Amazon, the producers made me say. Is, yeah, yeah, it's not real. <laughs> they um, they did like the editing. They did edit things out of order. So like, there is. I don't. I guess I can't really get into spoilers, but someone eventually gets a gold star, and there's footage of that person in one of the episodes that we saw here. Uh, like yelling at people and being mean. And that happened after that person got a gold star, like the day after, not before. So like the narrative, I guess, is like mm-hmm. this person like improves, but really it was like this person gets a gold star and then <laughs> and like, get goes rogue yeah. <laughs> and gets worse. Mm-hmm. So that certainly uh, is not ideal narratively. So I guess that's why they were like, yeah. okay, we need to like switch this around. Melissa- and, and something else I do want to get in front of. Yes. Sorry to like just going but something i want to get in front of is the bleach incident and i'm sure you guys have heard about this yeah which yeah. everyone was saying Rob, this is why this? the show got shut down no, blah 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 no. where the kids drink bleach oh i don't know about this i went to the hospital so so apparently this is according to dk uh is that he is the one who had to go to the hospital and so this was like a rumor going around the internet for like the longest time that's like when people were like why is kid nation not coming back what happened well, the kids drank bleach, and so this is really a dangerous show, and they didn't have a good production environment, and blah, blah, blah. So apparently, that's not the situation, and all the kids are saying that, like, it's not production's fault that this happened. Like, this was just, like, a pure, like, bad accident, which was that... So, the, you know, how the kids have to uh, clean their own dishes and everything, and yes. clearly... Like, like yellow didn't do. About yes. it. Yeah. Um, and it just looked dirty and disgusting, and they basically would, like, just, like, 
rinse it with water and that was it. Production at night when the kids were asleep would come in and like put bleach in the glassware and all this stuff and like clean it out. Um, so that way they, you know, had clean dishes. Um, and so what happened was, is production like put bleach in the glassware at the saloon and didn't like fully, like they dumped out the bleach, but they didn't like rinse it or anything. And so there was like a little bit of bleach at the bottom, but it just looked mm-hmm. like water. Yeah. So it looked like the glass had just been like filled with water, kind of dumped out a little bit, like just a little remnant of water. And the kids would do these like sake bombs, but with the soda where you, you know, you pour the, you, you pour the, like the half a little shot glass of soda at the top, you have to like dunk it in and then you have to chug it. And so what they would do is they, they were doing that DK and a few other kids were doing that and you have to chug it. So you're not really like tasting what you're drinking. You're just chugging it. And so they were chugging it and the, the two girls or whoever he was doing it with were like, this tastes weird. So they didn't chug it. They were like, that's, that's odd. But he was like, Oh, they Mm -hmm. suck. They're bad at this. And he chugged the whole thing. And then he said afterwards, his throat felt like it was like closing up and his stomach was like weird. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, "Uh Oh, hospital, like this is bad. But like, it was not the situation that is being like talked about online, which is like, they gave them bleach and they've been drinking it and they were just chugging up bleach out of the bottle. Like that's not what happened. And so just like throw that out the window to start off, like you know, that that's it's not as dangerous or as bad as it sounds. Okay. And the kids right. don't so blame. Production. Don't get it twisted, people. The kids did not drink bleach, and also drinking bleach does not cure coronavirus. The kids okay, did, the kids did drink bleach. They did, but, but it's not, not on as purpose. Bad as you think. Yes, blame it's like Taylor. It's fine drinking bleach, you know. Yeah, it's Taylor's fault because she didn't clean the dishes. That's what that's what <laughs> yeah, happened. Blame there. Taylor. Melissa, can I just ask you? So, what is it about Kid Nation that keeps you coming back again and again? Is it just like a time and a place of like, oh, this was great, or or do you like really love these characters? I think so. I think it's one of those things where like I watched it the first time and uh, I like was obsessed with it just because like I was like these are like teens and kids and they're like doing this reality show like normally I just watch adults on reality TV so this is like a new thing for me it's very interesting and then I would like revisit it every like like after like a long time I found it on YouTube and I was like oh I should I want to watch this because like I want to see what I love so much you know like what it what was it mm-hmm. i forgot about it so i watched it then and then like more recently like i guess like one of the so that was like every like four years whatever it was like i would just like be like oh i should watch that again like let me just see what the whole thing was about and it was just sitting there on youtube then the most recent rewatch was obviously because of this and so i was like okay i need to rewatch it so like it's not that i just like am like that obsessed with it that i just like can't mm-hmm. step away but like <laughs> it's it is something that it, it was interesting to me at the time because like it was so different like you don't really see a lot of shows that have like kids mm-hmm tv like that like reality shows where it's like kids just interacting like i mean at the time like maybe you guys should consider this for a rewatch but uh it was have you ever heard of the reality show like brat camp no i haven't where like bad kids had to go to like a wilderness camp called like sage walk and they like what what year was this what i'm looking this up i don't remember what year it was but it was like uh that was another one that i was like obsessed with just because like it was like teens, like having to like live out there together and blah, blah, blah. That, uh, that, that one, like not as much as it's not as fun as Kid Nation for sure. It's mm-hmm. more like, more like serious, but you know, it's, it's like was that this sort a of BBC thing. show. Melissa? No, there, okay, so it was. And then they did a U.S. season, one U.S. season, and that's all they got. <laughs> but, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Um, I feel like that one, like that one, like disappeared. Like no one knows about Brad Camp anymore. I'm like the one person that like knows about it. So we get to our showdowns, Melissa. Showdowns, my least favorite part of Kid Nation. My least favorite part of Kid Nation, and also my least favorite part of Survivors and Big Brother. Like I absolutely yeah. do not care about challenges or competitions. Like I just like want to skip past it. It's like okay, just tell me who the winner is. Yeah. The thing the thing with the showdowns here though is that like in Survivor, you can actually kind of follow what's happening. And you know, in Big Brother, you know, you get people kind of they're all just a mess. like narrating it. Yeah. And this Jonathan this doesn't really do a good job of really narrating what's happening. And so we're kind of just watching kids yeah. do stuff for ten minutes. Let and me then also say the host is not good. I've seen him in four episodes. He's not good. He's not bringing anything not to the good. table. They should have just had a kid be the host. He's not good. <laughs> I, He's apparently not good. like did, didn't he work on like documentaries yeah. or something? Yeah. Like, I guess I think it shows the charisma is lacking He's so and like stiff. the connection a, a, that he just shows up to the okay kids, <laughs> you are gonna have another showdown. Let's <laughs> explain how this thing is gonna work. Uh, like he's got he's got nothing in this guy. No, yeah, it's not. It's not. Like, and I feel like he doesn't know how to connect with the kids too. Because <laughs> no. he's like, like you, I think you guys pointed it out where he's just like, we all miss our parents, don't we? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, what? Like, <laughs> you, you too? You probably could like see them when you go home. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. It's just, it was, it's very, it's very odd to me. He is not, he's not the charisma. He's not a Jeff Probst, if you will. No. He was hired because he, he was so good at interacting with kids. And that is at by far the worst, like his worst feature. as a host yeah, that is not. So in this showdown, they have to like connect all of these pipes and Greg is like, oh, I have a lot of experience working with PVC. Like, uh, where where was Greg before this? Yeah, yeah also, <laughs> like, how could he have experience in every single job ever? I don't know. He might have been like, lying. Oh, oh step yeah. back. I yeah. have experience in this area. Oh, killing animals? I have experience in mm-hmm. this area. Welding? I have experience in this area. It's like, what, but what do you do? I couldn't what? believe this. You know, we this the same day, everything is frozen, and you see, like, it's like a windy, like, cold, bitter day. And so that our challenge here is connect all these pipes. And now, also, I'm going to turn the water on. Like, so let's get these kids soaking wet. Uh, it's a miracle we didn't lose a kid. They didn't even have gloves on. Nothing. Yeah. Their fingers would freeze off. I don't understand. These kids are like in winter jackets. And now, kids, we're going to hose you down. <laughs> But listen, crazy. y'all can hate on Greg all you want. Greg's got life skills. You know, he he's going to be able to hunt for you. He can, you know, put he, put piping together. I don't even know. Like, you know, I'd marry Greg. You know, why not? You know, <laughs> you Greg is married Greg. with kids now. Greg has kids now. It's weird to think about that. <laughs> he also doesn't like, have to hire a plumber. He's but, also yeah. living like he's with, on his interview. He was like, yeah, we're going to like start raising pigs and then we're going to like slaughter them. Oh, like, so I can show my kids how to would, do it. Greg. It's like, what the heck? Yeah, oh, man. That um, is not for me. Farm life is clearly not for me. And what, what are we doing all this for? What are we, what are we playing for? Kids right behind me is a 45 <laughs> foot water slide. It's so cold that their laundry bucket is frozen. Yeah, it's a heated water slide because that's what we need in Bonanza City right now. Uh, an inflatable also, water park. Do you think all those like um 
I think that they use like Foley effects or like sound effects for the kids screaming because every time the kids are going from one place to another or are being shown something new, there's always just like high pitched screaming, like screeching by the kids. And it's just like, are they, they can't be doing this every single time. Like they can't be that worked up about these things. Like I I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are you guys yay or nay on the, on the heated water slide? You guys don't like that? Really? (laughs) No. No. Really? Okay. 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 Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. What was there? What was their other option? Oh, oh, okay. So then they say like, "All right, you didn't get it. Green didn't. Green team didn't finish. They came in last place. Uh, blue district. They won, but only because they have Greg and Blaine, who are the big kids. Uh, red <laughs> is the merchant class. Yellow are the cooks again, <laughs> and green. Uh, they're they're the laborers. Uh, and and so then the host reveals, well, what you would have gotten was. A bunch of water pumps that wouldn't freeze. <laughs> like you couldn't give the kids the water pumps that don't freeze anyway. Yeah, why was that not first? Like on what the a list? luxury! <laughs> water That's that water. won't freeze. One of the few that they're that they miss. No, also we get we get a really uh, funny quote. You know from you know our favorite Michael, where Michael's like where he gets the labor class, and like Michael says. You know, it could be worse. I could live in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the kids are like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is so funny. Yeah, I bet you know the people who are living in Ethiopia probably were watching this. Like, what, <laughs> what, what are these Americans doing right now? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, why are we do? not doing this? Yeah, like, why bring us into this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, we're seeing some other problems that are going on in Bonanza City. Uh, Laurel of the green team, uh, she's not happy that, uh, Taylor and her posse, they don't, they don't like to cook. Uh, Melissa, what do you make of Taylor? She was certainly a character. <laughs> I mean, my f- whole family at the time was always saying, deal with it. Like, in quoting her, like that, that is like such a significant quote of hers. Deal with it. And uh, she she annoyed me to like no end at that time because it was just like, oh, my God, <laughs> you have to work. You have to do something. And like her like posse of mean girls was just like I was not having it. Uh, and I, I guess I'm still not having it, although to be fair, like you need to have like a villain of the show. You got to have, you know, the the good guys and the bad guys. So I appreciate what she brings to the show. But uh, God. I mean, I, like, I, at least give her a job that's like I, the, the thing is, is that like you give her a job that's like crucial. Like if you put her in like the merchant class, it's like okay, yeah, I'll pour my own soda. I don't care. Yeah. But it's like they literally are the cooks. They're the ones providing the food. Like that is something you need. They don't feel like, and it. they're literally like giving them like uh, breakfast potatoes by the handful. And then that's all they get is just a little scooping of breakfast potato. And they're like holding it in their hands and eating out of their hands. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, Mm -hmm. if I was a member of like the um, the whatever upper class, the elite, I would be like, okay, I'm stepping in in the kitchen. Like, we got to have food. I'm not dealing with this. Like, I'm sorry. That's not happening. So Mm -hmm. what what do you want from Taylor? You know, like, you know, pageant girls, they don't scrape off that old food. Come on. Pageant girls, they, they use dishwashers. They're not, they're not used to this. You know, it's, it's beyond Taylor's capabilities. I'd say, I don't know. That's yeah. so true. She is a beauty queen. What can we do? <laughs> yeah. Do we know anything about Taylor as a grown up? She just got engaged. She's going to get got engaged today. Congrats, or now yeah. you, you guys are listening to it. You know, yesterday Taylor got engaged. Congratulations. Mazel tov. Oh, she got engaged yesterday. 
think so. Yeah, yeah. very recent. Well, yeah. I don't know well, when exactly. Well, how it was, are you keeping up with the comings and goings of Taylor? Social media. Social media. Okay. Yeah, These kids were very easy to find. <laughs> wow. Okay. Do you think she's the same now as an adult, Melissa? Yes. Yeah, I think she is. I have like I, I mean, have an I image of Taylor sure, but in my head I as an adult. Yeah. I do feel it. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about, you know, Greg Greg's probably an anti-masker. I, I'm listen, I'm not gonna, you know, really say I think Taylor might be an anti-masker. That's all I'm gonna say. I you know I, I, I could see that. Uh I could <laughs> uh, I, I could see Taylor that uh that you know I, I don't know if this is fair to say. Uh Taylor strikes me as uh maybe she's like a real Karen. Yeah, you know, if I look at your Instagram and there's in it, you can't even like you don't even see that there's a pandemic going on in your Instagram feed because you're like hanging out with a bunch of friends all the time or mm-hmm. traveling or whatever. Like that is an indicator, you know, like if you look at my Instagram, it's like me and one other person in a dog <laughs> and barely posting like it's clear that it, I am uh, on full on lockdown. So, you know, that is a. Uh, it's interesting to see her Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes the story checks out. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, we also see a little bit more with Emily here in this episode about how she's considering uh, going home over the, the everything uh, that's going on with, with the animals. Uh, but uh, ultimately, she's, she's going to stay. Also, Greg is still working hard, but he's really, he's really making a play for that uh, gold star. Yeah, I, I Yeah. It's definitely just so like and everyone can obviously see through it. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it later how much Greg is really like I don't know. Like I I get that and and there's no strategy in Kid Nation, but I guess he's trying to play yeah. the most strategy he can, but you know, everyone can just see right through mm-hmm. it. Everyone kind of knows, yeah. yeah. And the thing with Greg too is that, you know, as soon as if they give Greg the gold star, then you know what is he going to do after that? You know what I mean? Greg's actually putting in the work now. So, you know, if I was, a, if I was a, like a leader, I would just, you know, dangle say, oh, that Greg, carrot. You know, it's coming through. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to get that gold star one day, you know, but, can you win yeah. two gold stars? No, I don't think, I mean, no, you're out of I don't the think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the council is going to get together, trying to figure out who's going to get the gold star. Taylor wants to give it to Greg, but Mike hates Greg. Melissa, that, uh, that Mike can never say anything good about Greg. Ever since uh, the pulling of the wagons, Mike is anti-Greg. Every time Greg comes up, he's like, yeah, but uh, I think he's just trying to get the money. Uh, I'm not buying it. (laughs) I'm not buying it. He will never come around. I don't think think Mike is wrong in this instance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Michael is also in the running to uh, get the gold star. Uh, Between Michael and Greg... The thing that I was struck by, Phil, in this council meeting when they're talking about who should get the gold star, you could see the kid's breath. That's how cold it is. <laughs> yeah, it looks freezing. You know, yeah, you see people, you know, like struggling, like, you know, in tri- Survivor Tribal Council when it's raining and you see how mm-hmm. much they're suffering, you know, that's like every single week on Kid Nation. And it's only getting colder. Like, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's really ridiculous. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we have our town hall meeting. Almost everybody is approving of the council, except for uh, two people. Emily, she's not. She doesn't like everything that's going on with the chickens. And Sophia, who is uh, the permanent squeaky wheel, Melissa. She is. She's got a lot of problems I, uh, with what's going on around here. 
Yeah, she does not like what's going on, and she always uh, raises her hand to say it. She is not afraid to tell the council that she is not happy, even before and after getting her gold star. Yeah. Well, she yeah. says here about Taylor, about how, like, hey, you're supposed to be cooking for us, and uh, they were, you know, um, you need to wake up and, and cook. And Taylor's like, well, I tried my best to get out of bed. Um, and then they're like, but you have to cook for us. She's like, well, you're going to have to starve. Okay. <laughs> we younger people. Yeah. We're young. We younger people don't have enough cooking experience. I'm sorry. Y- y'all are going to just have to starve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how she goes from like, we'll try our hardest to like, well, you're going to starve. <laughs> how many weeks is it? Yeah. That Taylor's just like, you know, we're trying, you know, next time this is going to be it. We're, but we're really trying. We're working on it. But I promise you guys next time we're, we'll, we'll, we got you. We're going to make you something. And then and if we can't figure it out. You'll starve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Deal with it. Okay, so we get to our gold star reveal. It is Michael. Sorry, Greg, uh, not for you. Michael is going to go call his parents. And so Michael gets the chance to tell his parents about how things are going at Kid Nation. Yeah, it's, it's been great here. I've been hauling water and cleaning toilets. <laughs> Michael, are you okay? Michael, do you need us to come get you? No, his parents are his mother's very cold it just she seems she's just like oh my gosh michael that's such an honor and that's kind of you know, that's all we get from her really it's, we, we never get any emotion we never get anything from these parents it's it's always just like oh wow great job kid yeah <laughs> child of mine that's it yeah melissa if my son went to kid nation and then called me up it's like dad uh yeah they're making me get the water and clean the toilets like why 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 what why do you have to do that <laughs> what happened you're building a society dad mm-hmm. like the, the, the mom's like that's great honey <laughs> <laughs> good, good for, for you, you. Yeah. yeah um but the episode ends on a cliffhanger that um listen this is like uh the origin story of the joker where greg is like i wanted i tried to play ball they wanted to give me the gold star and they didn't so now there's gonna be hell to pay he was, yeah, he's a little scary. Yeah, he legit tried to be nice for three days, <laughs> and then he was like, "That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, no more, Mr. Nice Greg. Like no more. No more. Yeah. Um, this episode ends with like these uh, like little like random slices of life. Uh, I believe this is Jared walking across <laughs> barrels by himself. Uh, Jared is Jared is so great. He, uh, like, I had a theory, like, going through this, like, was Jared even there? Were they were just, like, did they just find this kid, like, oh, hey, he's good in confessionals. Let's just get a million confessionals with him. You almost never see him at Kid Nation, but he's, like, the go-to guy to cut to at any point. Uh, he had a couple of good lines in this episode. Uh, this is uh, Jared talking about uh, killing the chicken. It was flopping around, running in circles, clogging on me. It was dead. <laughs> 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 he was talking about how like you know we killed the chicken we ended the cycle of life yes yes <laughs> he feels like that the kids should not be playing god we sped up the natural cycle of life and death and we Oh my god! I subscribe to this you know fan fiction that Jared was done in reshoots I think that makes yeah. a lot of sense mm-hmm. I did see him. He was carrying water. 
Yeah. Um, they probably just like shipped him over to Bonanza City by himself and just were like, okay, like let's just get some like footage of you in the town, like carry some water here, walk around here, like let's just get some footage. And then they just like shot all his confessionals. Yeah, I do love just in this ending clip, you know, it's totally just he's unsupervised. Like, mm-hmm. you know, thank God nothing happened to Jared, but he's just walking on these barrels, you know, that could could have rolled over. He could have like broke his nose. I don't know. But it's it's just funny that we're just kind of watching this, making sure it's kind of I love how they're like, they're like this is this is good stuff. Like this is good stuff. We gotta put this into the episode. Like we need this. It's like he's just walking across a barrel. Like, why is that like the end like end cap of the episode? It's like, okay. Weird. Yeah, he doesn't even like wipe out or anything. He's just like walking no, on the ground. Like, yeah. Just like, well, oh, is he gonna do it? Oh, he did it. He made it. Okay, that, that's it. He made it. We'll be right back to talk about episode number three of Kid Nation. But first, let me take a moment and thank a sponsor. Those are our friends over at Honey, the browser extension that can save you some money. Try Honey today at joinhoney.com slash RHAP. That's joinhoney.com slash RHAP. Look, we've been saying for a long time, thinking is overrated between home, school, work, kids, relationships, the world. You got a lot on your plate to think about. That's why Honey is there to make at least one aspect of your life a lot less complicated. And that part is saving money. Just add Honey to your computer for free and shop on lots of your favorite websites like normal. And if Honey finds a coupon, it will automatically tell you applying the correct codes and dropping the price in in a flash. No thinking, no remembering, no searching, just blissful automation. It's already found over one billion in savings automatically. There's so many other things that I'd rather be thinking about, like the Mets trade for Francisco Lindor or who the next uh, Jets coach is going to be. I don't need to be thinking about what's going I got to think about how do I send my kids out to the next kid nation to get them out of the house for 40 days. Honey is a no-brainer. In a few seconds, you can have one less thing to worry about. So what are you waiting for? Try Honey today at joinhoney.com slash RHAP. That's joinhoney.com slash R-H-A-P. And let's get back to talking about the curfew that's going on at Bonanza City. Let's talk about episode number three, okay? So episode number three is all about the curfew. The kids are out of control at Kid Nation. Bonanza City, uh, boy, the nightlife in Bonanza City, Phil, is lit at the saloon. Yo, they're like down in the sodas. They're down in Dr. Pepper's root beers, like partying. There, some kids playing the piano, like Schroeder. It's like peanuts in there. Like, <laughs> what the hell is going it? on in Kid Nation? <laughs> Jared, Jared said, like, you know, like, you know, and the, the next morning he was like, oh, I got three, I got four hours of sleep last night. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> which means they got up at late. They went to bed at like three a.m. Like, what are they doing? In fairness, they're drinking an incredible amount of caffeine, Melissa. <laughs> That is true. It uh, it seems exciting. I want to be a part of it. It sounds like a fun party. Have Rupier you shot? ever, as a younger kid, like gone to a party where there's nothing to do except like drink like liters <laughs> and liters of soda? I don't ever remember this as part of my youth going someplace where the only activity is just like kids like pounding soda. They're doing shots. They're like they're filling up like tumblers and just throwing throwing them back pint glasses of soda. I've I've never seen this before. 
it's, the worst part of being a kid is like, well, not the worst part of being a kid, but like, you know, you know, those like those sleepovers, the sleepover parties where it goes too long and you stay up too late and you're like too hyped up and like, yeah. And then it just turns into from like a fun sleepover to like a nightmare sleepover where mm-hmm. everyone's like hating each other and mean and people are pulling pranks and it's just like a total nightmare and you want to go home. Like that, I feel <laughs> like is the next progression of yeah. this like saloon life in Bonanza City. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Melissa, I'm glad you made that comparison because I do feel like that Kid Nation is like a sleepover gone wrong <laughs> because there are, uh, and then like any sleepover, there are also like inevitably going to be like a few kids that are like hysterical crying mm-hmm. and some parent is going to get a phone call at like uh, 2 a.m. like uh, uh, hey, your kid is here and he's mm-hmm. crying and you need to come pick him up. Yep. Like there's some yeah. kid that's just sitting there that's hysterical that's just like just really wants to go home and see his mom and dad. He's not going to make uh, it. Well, apparently, like when Jimmy left, he didn't immediately go home or have his parents immediately there because, like, it's a, you don't know that the kid's going to leave until the kid says, "Like I'm going to leave." So you don't just like walk out the town meeting and go straight to your parents. He went to a hotel for like two days with a handler, mm-hmm. and then and then finally got to be with his parents. So like he was still separated from his parents like i just feel like it, it, it's oh god it is really honestly like the worst parts of a sleepover like you have like the bully there <laughs> the kid who's like being picked on and being isolated mm-hmm. from the group and has no friends like you've like it, it's just and and of course you know you have you have the killing and murdering of animals so, like that happens at every sleepover and the religion <laughs> And the religious services at every at every sleepover. So, you know, it really is a yeah. apt comparison. So, Phil, do we think that the producers prompted the kids to be staying up all night partying at the saloon? Because, again, that we know when the leadership goes to go and check out the book, the book is going to talk about how by now you've probably realized that your town <laughs> will need a curfew if it's going to survive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing with the show is that, you know, because other reality shows, not every single week there's like a theme, but, mm-hmm. you know, the producers are able to really just push, okay, this is what is happening in this episode. This episode is about religion. This episode is about curfew. So in this scene, you all are going to be, you know, partying and if they're just giving the kids soda and they're like, oh, why not? We have nothing to do. Let's dance. Let's. I don't know. Like I, I've never been to a kid's party like that either, where there's not even like a video game. It's not even like a school dance. Like it's, you know, there's no organization. It's just complete pandemonium. 40 kids in a saloon. Like Jesus Christ. Like it's a lot. Yeah. Um, it's wild. They need to come up with a curfew and you know, the, leadership they're all on board uh mike is uh, very much melissa feeling like uh you know that i think this town does need a curfew it's very <laughs> excitable mike mike likes to yell a lot mm-hmm. yeah you know i do i do have to say like i feel like mike gets a really bad rep like i feel like a lot of people dislike mike for one reason or another and i do feel like he's just trying his best to be a leader like this poor kid like everybody hates him and it's just like it's so sad Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, because, you know, we, we know why, like, Andre's a leader. He's, you know, he seems like someone who's really smart. We know why Taylor's a leader, and we know why Laurel's a leader. Like, you know, Laurel, I mean, Laurel seems like a great leader. Like, I don't know. Laurel is, like, a good motivator for the children, and Taylor's a great villain. I don't understand why the producers or why anyone, you know, picked Mike as this is going to be your leader. Like, 
Mike to me adds nothing to the he table. Has a short he fuse. Yeah, he he's not like a farm kid like Greg. You know, he doesn't seem like that. You know, extraordinary. I guess yeah, the short fuse does it. I think but he was a I Boy know. Scout. I think he, they, maybe they felt like that. Yeah, he, I think he's like a, yeah, like a Boy Scout. Like to me, like honestly, I'm surprised you say that because to me, like he he is like the epitome of like a a kid like leader like a boy scout like a like a guy he's got the glasses he's smart or whatever like he's you know i just feel like he seems like that like leader type like in like lord of the flies or whatever like the kid who would like take charge like and and as the initial leader and then obviously be overrun by the uh the uh, the harder more intense kids but he seems like that kind of guy to me i think he fits the mold of being like a really like frazzled ra also like i yeah, can see that that was in his future he's always just way in over his head yeah like <laughs> you know in the first week it's like oh wow these kids are not listening to me <laughs> i don't know what to do yeah <laughs> yeah all right so we need a curfew what's it gonna be because you know you have kids that are eight and then kids that are 15 is it should it be eight should it be nine ultimately they agree on nine thirty. And that's what the leadership is going to deliver to the townspeople. Does not go over great, Phil. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Greg is fully down with that. I don't think, you know, Greg, you can't tell Greg when when to go to bed. You know, Greg is going to really do his own thing. And that's kind of another thing we see in this episode. Like, you know, we see at the bar last night, Greg is totally like hyping everybody up. Like, yo, we're drinking tonight. You know, we're having fun. And then the next morning, you know, we see Greg waking everybody up at 7 a.m. <laughs> with the pots and pans like Josh, you know, he's just so wake up, you know, dragon kid. Oh, God, no. Like, Not weren't you at the bar last night, like, mm-hmm. hyping us up? Like, what's going on, Greg? No, he I, can wonder hang. If they had done, I wonder if they had done, like, a graduated curfew where it's like, the younger kids have to be in bed by seven and then like, you know, then you've got, or eight or whatever, and then you've got like a nine o'clock for like the middle kids and then like, the older kids can stay up till like 1030 or whatever. Like, I, I don't know how that would have gone over, but I feel like, I feel like in, if I was one of the leaders during that time, I probably would have said something like that. Cause I would have been like, well, I'm not like, like eight years old. Like I don't need to go to bed that early. Like mm-hmm. I want to stay up. Like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. We meet one kid in this episode, uh, Colton. He thinks it's a good idea for some reason. Oh, He's God. very excited about the curfew. Colton's a bootlicker. Yeah, <laughs> Colton just like listens to whatever the leaders say, and he's just totally fine with mm-hmm. it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we also learned about some of Colton's pastimes in this episode. Uh, that he is uh, presented to us as he is like a cowboy. He likes to go and uh, take his friends and then go chase the cows, which seemed like a very bad idea. It seemed like he was like taunting a bull at one yeah. point. I was expecting him to get gored, but ultimately uh, the bull just ran away how could producers just stand by during that situation? like i mean it's one thing like okay a kid is like climbing on a barrel like that's not ideal but like you know whatever but like taunting a live bull that is not mm-hmm. i mean they could have been like hey stay away from the animals and not and the- like ruin the show like the thing is like the camera is so far away so it's like such a wide shot there's nothing it's just colton in the bull that's it. There's no producers by the side. There's nothing. I, I, I'm surprised the bull did just hit him. You know, that would have been crazy TV, but it oh, would have been terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, before, uh, in addition to everything that's going on, uh, with, uh, with Colton, uh, I, I can't believe I skipped over this. Uh, 
Greg does not deal with the curfew well. Greg is yeah. having a meltdown. <laughs> and Greg is going off uh, that they didn't give him the gold star. No more Mr. Nice Greg. And Greg is yelling and carrying on. He's uh, fighting with an eight-year-old girl. Oh my god, he rolled on my leg. Let's go tell everyone. Ow, I'm a little bitch. <laughs> I mean, we're just watching a 15-year-old having a like a mental <laughs> breakdown on, on national television. <laughs> Why was he so mad? <laughs> what is going on? Because he can't mentally take it out there. <laughs> he had to be nice for three days and now he can't handle it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sophia calls him the village idiot. He's like, no, you're the village idiot. He, he, all he Good does. One. Yeah, he's just like swears a lot, you know, and of course, you know, for all like Mallory, who's eight years old, you know, She's like, oh, Greg's talking bad. Like, but you know, that's kind of like Greg's biggest thing. When Greg gets mad, he'll just start cussing, which you know, frazzles mm-hmm. all the other kids because you know they're not used to that. I guess. I don't yeah, know. it's out of control. Um, also, oh. just locks himself in, into into a room and <laughs> they mm-hmm. kind of don't know what to do about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then listen, nothing kind of comes out of this. Yeah, no, no one really does anything. I mean, what what can they do against Greg? He's, uh, you know, bigger. He's older. Yeah, he's multi talented. You can't you can't fight that. Maybe this is a yeah. theme for a later episode. But Phil, should there have been a jail in Bonanza City? Oh, that would have been amazing. See, that's where Mike would have come in great. If if Mike was like the prison warden, a sheriff, that would have been a sheriff. Amazing. I feel like that's like a Western thing of like he has like a like a like a six like a sided star of like a like a like hey, there's a new sheriff in town. No spoilers, but I mean, I guess a little bit of spoilers, but that does kind of come into play as okay. a, a sheriff. As it situation. should, thematically, yeah. I think it should. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> Things are also just getting crazy. We're seeing like uh, the green team working on latrine duty. Morgan and Sophia, they're like the chief uh, workers and laborers. They're doing a great job. Meanwhile, the yellow team, Taylor and her crew, they're supposed to be cooking. Uh, instead, uh, they're having a fight with the flour. Oh, my God. That made me very upset. What a waste. They don't have that much food there. <laughs> Do you see their little supply? They just have like a few canned goods. Flour is critical. You know, you don't want to go around wasting that. And do you know how hard that is to clean up? Like you saw a little Mallory or whatever, like literally just like raking flour into the ground, mm-hmm. just like spreading it out into a large mess. I was like, this is not helping. But okay. Like I appreciate the idea of like I'm gonna work and pick this up, but like you just like raking it into the ground is like not gonna mm-hmm. pick it up. <laughs> you guys didn't have flower fights when you were kids? Like you flower fights in the kitchen, you know? Okay, I guess that also I like me. not yet. Oh, you thought flower fights were real where you like throw them around? No, that's just in the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's if just it, in Kid Nation. If anybody has a flower fight at my house, they're going to Kid Nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Showdown, episode number three. This was this was insane. Okay. Uh round up a posse in <sighs> sheep. You have five minutes. Yeah. One, Melissa, the stampede of sheep seemed very dangerous. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah, it did seem like that. And I mean, if if people, I mean, if this was airing on TV today, I mean, you saw the outrage for the sheep challenge in Big Brother. Like, this would have mm-hmm. been absolutely not. Yeah. Like, you know, people would have been up in arms. 
Phil. Both for the kids and the sheep. Two. Did they spray paint a bunch of sheep? I mean, what does it look like, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I, again, I, I'd like to think that they're just going for the shock value of just like we did this, but I don't know how fully self-aware CBS was. Um, all these, you know, unsupervised or I guess little supervised you know, children in this pen <laughs> with a bunch wrestling a bunch of wa- sheep that are spray painted. I don't know. The whole thing just looks like a, like a mess. Like, I don't understand like this again, national TV and we're just watching it. I don't know. It's, it was absolutely ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. again, with, with the editing, we have no idea what's going on. It's just chaos for about four minutes. It's just just chaos. Uh, Ultimately, all the teams are going to do it this time. Yellow is going to be the upper class. Blue is the merchant class. Green are the cooks. Red will be the laborers uh, this time around. And we get to see it's time for a reward for the town. Decision time. And this, I thought, was wild. We have a decision between, okay, kids, you could get a microwave oven and a barrel of cocoa. And I'm like, what the hell are they going to microwave? Uh, Melissa, it's not like they have like a, a month supply of Hot Pockets ready to go. What's the microwave for? Yeah, I feel like normally they give a pretty good, like, you know, offer where it's like, you well, you either have this like thing that is fun for you or you have this thing that will actually be useful for you in the town to make the town better. And I think that that is what like made them. I mean, they saw the other option. And so they were like, oh, this must be the good option for us. Like, this must be the helpful thing. But it, it really isn't. I mean, I guess like technically, like you could like microwave leftovers or like open up one of those like things of canned apples and like microwave it. Like it probably would make (sighs) cooking easier, but like you don't get like full on meals from the microwave and you definitely don't get full on meals from a barrel of cocoa. So I don't know what they were thinking of with this, this thing. I love how all the kids are like, what are we going to microwave? Yeah. Everybody's like, there's nothing here to microwave. We have nothing to, no food stuff to microwave. We don't have a fridge. There's nothing to reheat. Nothing to microwave. You guys don't think they're microwaving Taylor's hash browns? Like, I'm I'm so confused. Like, you think they're all, like, popping them in all the time? Like, oh, I'm so excited to eat more Taylor's hash browns. (laughs) Your handful, one handful of hash browns. You save some for later. Yeah. I'm going to continue. Yeah. Okay. And then they're presented the other option. Or we have 40 hot pizzas. And every kid is like, pizza, pizza, that's it. Pizza, duh. That's a lot of pizza. We're 39 kids. 40 pizzas. It's one meal, but it's the best meal we've had here in 10 days. <laughs> Let's take the pizza. And they deliberate. And somehow they come back with the microwave, Melissa. I, I honestly think it's one of those things where, like, every time previous, they, I mean, I guess it was only two, but still, they had the option between something that was like, fun for now versus something that will help them in the town and they had to like make the like not selfish choice they had to make the choice that w- it would benefit them in the long run and i think that that kind of clouded their judgment because they're usually it's like a water slider toilets or whatever you know what i mean like now all of a sudden it's like two choices that are like uh and they picked the one that actually i don't think benefits them in the long run so i i, I think that like i see where they were going with this but at the mm-hmm. same time like it was not the right choice in this in this situation. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, Jonathan prompted this whole thing. Like, before the challenge, he's like, 
you know, I know you guys are looking for some order in the kitchen, you know, so, you know, you're really expecting like, all yeah. right, you know, we're going to add something, you know, to stop the flower fights, maybe some shelves. I don't know, something. But yeah, a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, a dishwasher. That would help. Something. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah. So like, would you guys, if you guys were on, would you have taken the pizza or the microwave and the cocoa? Pizza. I, I, I would have taken pizza. the pizza. Yeah. Like, like also, how I think much cocoa can you drink? And they already have all the sodas and everything. I don't know. I think the pizza would have lasted them maybe, you know, a couple days because there's 40 pizzas, 39 kids, like not a whole, a kid's not going to eat a whole pizza. I mean, you know, they're, they're like 10. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They, they could have have one pizza per kid, and if the kid wants to ration their pizza and save it for later, that's on them. But like everyone gets a pizza, and that's the way it is. Like yeah. Greg actually would have eaten all their pizzas, though. That's the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so somehow they take the microwave. Nobody is happy, uh, and then that that was it. That was we did the whole showdown for the microwave and a barrel of cocoa. All right, again, I, every time I think, all right, well, this is really reckless. A new thing happens that I'm like, oh my god. Somebody help these children. <laughs> a, a tornado comes. And they said if they would have had the TV, they would have known if a tornado was coming. They didn't take the TV. And Melissa, did we get like this it, it, crazy storm and nobody is like, children, get it to safety. We're just f- filming the children as they run around aimlessly. I mean, what kind of like weather bonanza has i mean it's like you've got one day it's like freezing cold like ice storm one day it's boiling hot one day it's snow one day it's a giant tornado like i mean this place is like some mystical place i I don't and also like why pick this place for a film set it seems like you'd want predictable weather like that's why they film in california like not not this crazy up and down and hot and cold sort of situation I read that like the reason why they shot it in, in New Mexico was because of like the child labor laws there. And they were only permitted for some reason, like in in New Mexico, like they had like kind of like wonky child labor laws where they like permit more stuff. But after Kid Nation happened, like New Mexico totally shut that down. So now like, <laughs> yeah. they, they couldn't shoot it anymore. Rightfully so. Good call, <laughs> New Mexico. Isn't there a rumor, though, that Kid Nation is coming back? Oh god! Like this year or something like there was a How plan to like bring King Nation back and like, well, that's what I heard. Mm, that I don't know. They were going to bring it back, and that like that's why there's been like a lot of like activity around it. Is like it's mm-hmm. coming back. I don't know if it'd be CBS, but I, I also like it was crazy to think about like it, you see in Survivor 33 when there was the cyclone. You know, yeah. they stopped. They stopped everything. They they took them to a hotel room or somewhere. I don't know, but mm-hmm. you know. Here, it just like there was no producer. You'd think again, you'd think that in a moment like this, there'd be some, you know, they'd break the camera, you know, they 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 totally the, uh, someone <laughs> the would come wall, in yeah. and say something, you know, yeah, break the fourth wall. But no, it's just you get just get shots of kids kind of running around. I don't even know what they're looking for. And uh, yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we uh, have to. Put the city back together. Bring the outhouses uh, back up. We 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 get that going. Um, a couple of kids are crying about potentially uh, going home. Uh, we we see uh, Cody. Uh, is this when when Cody's talking about his girlfriend, or is that the next episode? The next episode. Next okay, okay. So he's already crying about going home. Uh, he's crying about how he has dirt in his eye and he can't get it out. Yeah. That's what he- <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Mallory's cares? crying. Uh, but we're going to have the leadership is going to have one on one meetings with everybody about uh, who should get the gold star. And we see Blaine. Blaine, he's just uh, it, like Greg's lackey. He says, Greg. They ask Greg who should get the gold star. And he says, <laughs> uh, myself. See, horrible strategy. I know this is not a strategy show, but if you are trying to, you know, get the gold star, like, don't just say, you know, me like, you know, when when they later had Morgan come in, Morgan had a great answer where Morgan was like, you know, I think, you know, everyone kind of deserves it. Or she said something like that. Yeah, it also made me want to throw up. Like a King Solomon thing. Right. It's just like, oh, please. Yeah, she doesn't say herself. Everybody deserves it. Okay. So it's it's great. Yeah, we're sort of like a fed, okay, it's either going to be Greg or it's going to be Morgan. But then here comes Olivia. And Olivia has a little bit of a curveball. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, Olivia is here with her sister. Yeah, right? Mal- okay. Mallory. Yeah. All right. yeah. Olivia is here with her sister, Mallory. And she's like 11 and her sister is 8. And she says, you know, it's my sister's birthday. Uh, I think that she deserves the gold star. This is a very good strategy because, but if you're a kid and your sibling gets $20,000, that's exactly the same as if you got $20,000. It's garbage. Family family got $20,000. Melissa, you're unhappy. No, I'm not happy. I think that this result was stupid. I think that they're they're like, wow, she's working really hard. It's like, yeah, well, so is everyone else. Like, yeah, obviously you're not going to give it to Taylor or like her lackeys, but like you're mm-hmm. going to like give it to Mallory just because she's young and it's her birthday and because her sister says that she should get it. Yeah. I think that maybe was, they're I think looking was, at the bigger kids too much and there's stuff it, happening below the surface. Yeah. Exactly. No, this one was a mistake. <laughs> I got to say, I think this was a mistake. I do not think that she, they should have given it to her. Well, mm-hmm. I do think, you know, that's a good point. You know, it is kind of like like Rob and Amber in a way where they both you know, they can go in and, you know, they, mm-hmm. they have a equal chance, uh, you know, they can both get the money. But, you know, I don't know. I do think that, you know, a twenty thousand dollar present, that's a that's a big birthday present for an eight year old. I don't know. Yeah. I also kind of think it's a little little BS. Maybe yeah. I think this one was a mistake. And I think the Sophia one was a mistake. Oh. I think Sophia later could have gotten it, but I think that the first episode should have been Michael. Michael quieted everybody down and got everyone like to listen, whereas Sophia riled everyone up and basically was going to lead like a mutiny against the ca- town council. Like if I was town like council, that. I'd be like, I don't want to give yeah. this to her. I absolutely would not have given it to her. I feel like, you know, I, I just feel like I-, I think Michael should have gotten it first week. Maybe Sophia next week. Who knows? But it's it, it, the order is wrong. <laughs> and this Mallory one is just a just a travesty. I'm so sad there wasn't a season two because I, yeah, you would have, I, I agree with all those picks 100%. You would have been a great leader. Oh, would've I would have been, been so good. So good. <laughs> all right. So we have our town hall meeting. And of course, like every single town hall meeting, they ask, does anybody have any issues with what's going on? Uh, Sophia, again, um, why are we doing all the dishes? Well, look at this. It's Sophia again with a problem. <laughs> yeah. See? Well, are you team Taylor? Are you saying that Taylor is doing a good job? I'm just saying that Sophia, you know, like you said earlier, she's the squeaky wheel. She always has a problem. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is another example of her having an issue. Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, Sophia is always the one that's like in the kitchen, regardless of, you know, whatever is going on. Whoever wins every single week, Sophia is always the one doing the cooking because, you know, Taylor's not doing Jack. And, you know, like, yeah. So it, it, I think it makes a little bit of sense, but also, you know, I don't think that anyone really handles the town hall meetings well. I think it all just yeah. kind of turns into like a Pawnee, like screaming <laughs> match where they're all just like 
Taylor, you did it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Sophia mm-hmm. has a vote of no confidence for Taylor, and Taylor cries. <laughs> Doesn't think she's yeah. doing a good job. That was, what did that that guy's did that touch you guys at all or no? <laughs> you, you didn't cold hearted. No, Taylor says she's going to start helping to clean up the town. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. Taylor. <laughs> I like how Olivia's like, "Yeah, didn't work." Even when you were in there, yeah, didn't work. That's a famous line. <laughs> All right. Does anybody want to go home? No. Nobody wants to go home this time. Uh, the winner of the gold star is Mallory. Uh, Morgan was robbed here. Morgan was robbed. Morgan was Morgan was robbed. And Morgan should have gotten it this week. Mm-hmm. Greg is so whiny too. Like Greg is just like he's a compl- like. Okay, you didn't get the gold star in what week three, like or no, like ten days in, like there's thirty more days, like I don't know, like the it makes me want to give him a gold star way less the way he can campaigns for it. It's it's horrible. Just mm-hmm. give it a rest, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mallory is gonna call her mom. Guess what? I made twenty thousand dollars. I couldn't believe that she talks to her dad, and uh, dad says, "Oh, Mallory." I heard the school bus the other day and I thought of you and I said, wait, they're also missing school for this? This isn't even during the summer? <laughs> like these kids. I know, why wouldn't this be during the summer? Like better weather? No school? They took these kids like, out of five weeks of school for this? Perfect time to do it. But I think they argued, like the, I read something where the producers like argue that like this is better it's a better education than like a whole year's worth of school or something like that something like they talked about it's not (laughs) (laughs) this was worse (laughs) you're not gonna want to miss what they did to those poor kids at kid nation and started to institute mass religion in Bonanza City. We'll talk about that next, but first, let me thank one more sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Those are our friends over at Skills with a Z. If you have fun playing games and you love to win some extra cash, go to skillswithaz.com slash R-H-A-P. That's skillswithaz.com slash R-H-A-P. You know all the times that we spend playing games on our phone? Well, there's actually a way that you could be playing your favorite games and winning money at the same time. You could join me and the listeners of Rob as a podcast at skills.com slash RJP. That's skills with a Z because skills makes it super easy to get started. And they have games for everyone like Solitaire Cube, 21 Blitz, fun new games like Blackout Bingo. I like Block Blitz. Reminds me a lot about when I used to play Tetris all the time. It's fair because you match against players at your skill level. It's not like Kid Nation where there's kids that are eight and then you have Greg who's 15. Beginners play beginners. Experts play experts. Play for free against me, friends, listeners, coworkers, or play to win serious cash and amazing prizes. Even cars. It's totally legit. Players have won over $2 billion. Have more fun playing the games you love and win some extra cash. Go to skills.com slash rjp that's skills with a z.com slash rjp must be 18 or older terms and conditions apply not available in all states prizes may vary winning is not guaranteed see website for details let's get back to talking about more kid nation episode four is here we have to we have to talk about this the episode is called bless us and keep us safe and i was uh, blown away again (laughs) of every time i think that they can't finding a new bottom for kid nation of what they're doing to these kids here we go 
And for some reason, the producers decided, you know what? It's really important that we need to figure out what, wh- how are the kids at Kid Nation uh, going to figure out the worship situation here in Kid Nation? Very important to all eight year olds. Of all right, we need to figure out ways to uh, get them arguing over religion. Yeah, you know what we're missing here: religious arguments. Religious That's arguments. That's what we need more. Of. Yes. Oh, uh, I hated this episode. I will so say, much. it's I w- so. Pointless. I w- I will say that okay. So Sophia is uh, off for a uh, a walk with Morgan, and uh, they have they have this conversation thing about uh, how how things are going there. Sophia? Yeah. Do you think God put, here, put us here for a reason? I, I stopped believing in God a while ago. Now, <laughs> Phil, do you think that Sophia stopped believing in God after God put her on Kid Nation? I think, yeah, that was the breaking point where she was talking about it later in the confessional. Like, yeah, I had this moment where I realized, yeah, yeah it, it came from this. No, I think <laughs> this episode proves why, like, it is why Kid Nation is a failure in some <laughs> aspects because. You know, they definitely thought, you know, going in, you know, these kids are going to say something more powerful about religion than any adults will ever, you know, say. It'll speak truths about our society. But it really shows, again, just kind of how clueless children don't know a thing. They don't know anything. So they're just arguing about just nothing for a a whole hour. Just kind of, again, saying whatever their parents are telling Mm -hmm. them and they're bringing it in with such ignorance it, 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 it's insane i, I yeah I, I i i don't this yeah. episode made me like hate everybody on the cast where they're like i don't want to be in a room with jewish people it's like what the heck is wrong with you like what's wrong like these kids are like so awful like they're all like well i can't i can't we're gonna start arguments if we're gonna talk about religion it's like why like <laughs> when i was in, so when i was in fourth grade like i went to sleepaway camp and I was not, and I'm not religious, like, at all. But at sleepaway camp, in order to, like, kind of, like, bring everyone together, every Sunday we would, like, go up to, like, this mountain. It was called Chapel. And at first I was like, this is not anything I want to be a part of. Like, I don't want to do this at all. And then, but it turns out that Chapel, like, it wasn't, like, a religious service. It was literally, like, hey, like, let's, like all get together any religion no religion whatever and like you know sing a song or like share something about our day or like whatever and like you would just like watch the sunrise or whatever on this this mountain and it was like very peaceful mm-hmm. not saying that i like loved getting up before the sun rose or anything like that or like i learned to like love going to chapel or something but like the fact is is like, you don't you can do like a non-denominational service you don't need to like mm-hmm. separate the different the religions yeah do all this stuff it's like they just like it, it honestly was like it was so disheartening to see because like I'm sure the producers were probably thinking like e- well they were either thinking like oh this will be great drama or they were thinking like like it would be one of the like Phil was saying it would be one of these lessons where it's like kids don't kids don't see religion like that's an adult issue and that's mm-hmm. brought in later like kids in color they're friends with everybody like and that's something that we we've taught them through society like and so it's supposed to be like the kids being like man like we don't we're all part of the same. Like, what's what's the big deal? Why do we need separate nope. services? Instead, they're all like, we need separate services. I want to be separate. I cannot be part of this. Like, it's like, oh my God. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it's a tough episode for, for me to watch. I like, do not like it at all. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, 
It's third grade. It's third grade discourse. That's what it is. Like it's like you know. It reminds like when they're in the cafeteria and they're talking about like they're like Jew crew and they're and then some girls like Christians are better. Like it's like yeah. <laughs> it's like again like these are conversations. Like I remember when I was in third grade, these were the conversations that people were having. You know, it's, again, we're we're not really yeah. getting to the bottom of it of anything. Nothing. Here. Nothing. Uh, there's some uh, like anti Hanukkah talk of oh Hanukkah whoop de doo oh there was oil in the lamp that's a bi- that's a bad holiday I was so mad Colton. when I heard that kids were mean to Jared when about him being Jewish that made me so so <laughs> incensed and then I was so mad at the founders of Bonanza City for telling the kids that they need to set up a place for them to worship right they don't need that. <laughs> Like, I th- I feel like they, I feel like, it, and I get why they did this. Like, I get that you, they don't want to have just like an unstructured show where they're, where they're, it's actually a social experiment where they're like, let's bring these kids in and like, see how they create a society and see what happens when you like put kids in this situation and they have to create their own world. Like, do they need religion? Do they have issues about X, Y, Z? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I would much prefer to see that, but I get why like they want to have structure, but it's like. They are they're manufacturing these conflicts and manufacturing these issues that like the kids might not necessarily have even brought up religion. Like it might if it came about organically and the kids were yeah. like, we should have a service like then that's a different story. But like purposely being like, you need to have a service like you're asking for issues like. Yeah. And that's yeah. Like, I, well, I think that's like the thing about. You know, like when the producers are telling them, like, all right, you're going to have this service. And Taylor and Mike, again, are two people that are totally like, we're doing this. Shut up. This is what's happening. Like, and they're just parroting again what the producers are telling them. Like, they have no, like, they don't really, I don't think they have a full stance on religion. I don't think either of them wanted this before. But now that they're the leaders and they're in charge, it's happening regardless. Yeah. You know? The book says that we have to have it. So we have to have the, the service, everybody. Here, society. <laughs> broke down because they didn't have a service. It's like, this mm-hmm. is a fake book, people. Yeah. Written by the producers <laughs> for maximum drama. All right. Uh, the kids have some hot takes about religion. Uh, I don't know uh, which of the kids said this. Would you put Democrats and Republicans in the same room together? That's like putting Hindus and Christians in the same room. <sighs> would you put them in well we do it every day in the government mm-hmm. so like i don't know okay yeah. oh i guess like i don't know Is that yeah working out? i don't know i don't know her um, second sentence yeah I, 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 she, she might she might have had me a little bit in the beginning but she lost me yeah <laughs> she yeah. really lost then uh <laughs> one of the one of the little girls there also she is not down with the idea of the uh shared service because it is different than the uh pentecostal house of worship worship that she normally goes to I'm used to going to religious services with Pentecostal people, and I don't want to be with Jewish people or atheist people. Yeah. Not great. It's it's so bad. Like, it goes to show just, like, what, like, garbage parents are putting in kids' heads, (laughs) like, about this type of thing. Right. Right. And if if that's your kid, you're sort of like going, like taking them to school at the next uh, meeting. You're sort of like, uh, like hey, did I, that wasn't your kid on kid. Uh, I don't think that was my kid. No. <laughs> not her. Not her. Yeah. God. So okay. bad. Yeah. Um, so also, <laughs> Sophia, 
She has left religion also. She was, uh, that her family is Jewish. She has left religion. She's out. She's just like, yeah, uh, you know, she went to the, she went to the service at the temple. Is, is anybody here unhappy with uh, everything that's going on in the faith? And Sophia had her hand up. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm I leaving. Vote of no confidence. Vote of no but confidence, is, Rabbi. You know, Sophia, <laughs> She's 14 years old. So, you know, when you're 14, those are things that you start to, you know, maybe like think about, think about, think for yourself. But, you know, she's again, like yeah. one of the oldest people there. No one else has that. So <laughs> Sophia's yeah. bat mitzvah was a huge downer. <laughs> not fun. Not she's fun. She's over it. Yeah. She did not like the food or the dishwashing that went on at the bat mitzvah. Okay. So uh, Mike says, okay, we need to have a religious service, everybody. Uh, he says schedules a religious service and nobody comes. This was ballsy, I thought, by the kids. Complete I no show. Like I okay. As much as I'm like sitting here, like no, this is a real sh- the show and like everything happened. I feel like this must have been a setup. Like there's no way that not a single kid showed up. Like even kids who were like, I, I mean, I just feel like the kids who were like, yeah, this is religious, not that. I mean, their kids. Not every single kid at this kid nation is uber religious or like anti or pro one religion or anti another religion like i just feel like there's got to be at least like a handful of kids who are like eh, like take it or leave it like i'll show up to this like thing just because the town council is asking me to like i just feel like there's no way there that not do? a single kid showed up yeah <laughs> I, like I, everybody I, protested this like nice <laughs> joint service like it's like yeah. i don't believe that I think I'm the opposite. I, I think this is like one of the few times where the kids like rejected it. But I, I, I see your point. But also, I think like, you know, there are the kids who are just super, super devout in their religions and they don't want to be around kids who aren't of the same religion. But I think there's also like a lot of kids like like guy like guy Lon was talking about uh, like he's like, I just don't want religion as a part of my society, you know, and mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of kids that realize that, you know, if we are ta- if we talk about religion. See, these kids think that if they talk about religion, then it's going to, you know, cause rifts and it's going to make them, you know, realize how different they are from one another. And I I don't think any of them actually want that, nor do they realize that it doesn't really matter whatever, you know, whoever you, whatever religion you are, and and it's all okay, and we can all still be friends, and it's okay. I don't know. That's that's true. I mean, like, and thinking back on it, like, when I was in, when I was in fourth grade going to the that chapel thing at sleepaway camp like i asked on the first day if i could just like not go i was like um i am not religious so can i just like stay in my bunk and they were like no come on like come on it's not religious like just come so like i did have to be persuaded to go so i could see myself as a fourth grader being like yeah i'm not going to this thing like i don't want to have any part of this and it's also i think like you know because religion when you're young is so tied to your parents Mm -hmm. you know the fact that their parents aren't there it's like oh, I don't know if I should be doing this without, you know, my mom or my dad, like, you know, not around and telling me if I if this is okay to go to. You know, it's absurd, but I think that's what they're thinking, you know. So one of the kids, Alex, he's nine. Uh, he's going to conduct like a census of, all right. Who, <laughs> it's Alex. very detailed. That, uh, like, uh, he's like, he, okay. He's so smart. Yes. Okay. Uh, like, okay. So you, that's Jewish. Okay. Are, are you Orthodox or <laughs> Reform? Okay. Like, uh, are you a, 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 a Sunni Muslim or Shiite? Uh, he's very thorough in his uh, census very of thorough. the kids. Yeah. I love that. Alex, now, just so you guys know, he's like an international linguistics, linguistics Olympiad, like, medalist. Like, he said he, it was like the Tower of Babel. 
<laughs> yeah, like he he really knows his stuff. And uh, yeah, this is what I think one of the sweetest moments of the whole show. Just, you know, and again, he he knows more about religion at a, mm-hmm. at, at a nine year old age than like Colton's parents do. Probably it seems like, you know, they're teaching him a little something a little different. I don't know. Yeah, totally. He's so smart. And mm-hmm. like he was so um like open and understanding and just trying to like get a better sense of like what everyone believed and like who was who and you know that sort of thing. I, I just thought it was like he's just so great. He knows he knows more about religion than I do. Like I feel <laughs> like he's like way more experienced and like able to like talk to everybody about it. And I feel like I don't know. I just really like him. Okay. Really empathetic too, the way he talked about it. But yeah, yeah, he's good. Right. Like no judgment or anything. I just thought that it was very sweet. After Mike's uh, joint services were a bust, uh, at nighttime, uh, Melissa mentioned this, uh, Morgan got everybody together for a nighttime uh, bonfire to get people non-denominational. Let's go out by the bonfire and pray. Big hit. I also love how it's like, oh, when they propose everybody having a service together, that's an absolute no for me. I'm not doing that. But when they when Morgan proposes to have everybody come together for a service, like, okay, I'll do that. It's like, that's literally what they were trying to do earlier. Like, <laughs> what the heck is the difference? Just because you're around a bonfire? I think a big thing about it is, uh, like, the leadership style. You know, like, again, like, uh, if, there, if this was a game, I would mm-hmm. Morgan would be one of my winner picks, just because of the way Morgan's able to talk to the kids and have them realize, you know, it's okay if we go to this. And yeah. I think, you know, versus Mike shouting, shut up, shut up, this is happening, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's very different. It, it's, so it's easy to persuade yeah. a kid, you know? You Phil, just have to, you must, yeah. can I add also that perhaps also that we have uh, talked about how Kid Nation takes place in a frozen tundra and the fact that Morgan was doing anything by a fire uh, that, that was like, oh big fire oh okay I'll be there yeah yeah I will go yeah, stand by the big fire, fire? Like, <laughs> I, I do don't they know. just like have bonfires every night they like have the kids just like mm-hmm. set the trash bin on fire like set the toilet paper on fire I don't know okay. yeah I have no idea um, the next day uh taylor and the yellow team uh they've taken over the general store they're having a seltzer fight at the uh general store (laughs) they just like to make a mess they like to ruin whatever they're a part of and just yeah uh, Uh, no consequences yeah and morgan and sophia they're left to do all the dishes uh zach he's part of the upper class he leaves the upper class group to go and help with the dishes. Uh, this is a, a great episode for Zach all around. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, he's, he's a cool kid. Like, he's just like, he goes on, he went on the show with a task. You know, he's motivated. He yeah. wanted to prove himself. Like, Zach is, Zach is kick ass. I love yeah. him. He's awesome. Morgan like should have got the gold star in the last episode so Zach could have got it here. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Mallory one was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. I that agree. was not right. I agree. That was a bad call by the kids. Okay. Bad all right. Call. So, uh, time for another showdown. Uh, we see Jared meditate before uh, the showdown to uh, get uh, into the uh, Zen state to compete. And uh, we're going to put together a steeple and then pull it up. Yada, 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 whatever. Uh, it's going to be blue again. But it wasn't just Blaine and Greg this time. Yeah, they, it was, oh, the you know, they had smart. It was a puzzle. So, you know, they actually, I think Greg, um, Greg and Blaine weren't actually doing any favors, mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. They helped with the like rotating. Yeah. 
the like manual work. Yeah. Yeah. Red comes in second place. Uh, yellow is cooking again. And then green is again the laborer. I, so this is something that I'm thinking about is that if I'm in, you know, if I'm like in the blue class or if I'm in any other class, you know, and I win and I, like, let's say uh, if I'm, you know, the reds are second place, they're the merchants. Why don't they just switch? With the yellow, just be like, you know what? I'm not eating your your crap this week. I need yeah. I need good food. Like, let's just can we just switch this because I don't I don't want to do this. It's a good point. Week. Yeah, <laughs> anything to or not just, have Taylor be in the kitchen. Like, throw the challenge, like something. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Please. Yeah, honestly, like, I, there's no way I'd want them to be the cooks. I'd be like, do whatever you want. Like, be upper class. Like, don't do it. If you're not going to do anything anyway, you might as well just like not do it. I'll do something. Like, I mean, also, like, what else are they doing? Like, I mean, there's nothing to do in the city. They might as well cook or like work the soda soda fountain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Yeah. They just don't want to see Taylor win. That's the thing. No one wants to see my girl Taylor win. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, don't give her don't give her the money that the upper class would get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you still get the upper class money, but like, just have them not do anything. Like, just be like, look, I'll do your job but you still get paid like a nickel and mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's fine. All right. So it's time to reveal the prizes for this <laughs> round. Okay. Everybody is, uh, has done it. You get the surprise. Okay. Kids here is what you get. Uh, do you want instant gratification or spiritual salvation? Uh, they were all bad choices. <laughs> this is so bizarre. All right. Kids, you could have this mini golf course or <laughs> the collection of holy books. We've got the, like the Bible, the Quran, the Talmud. It's, I would have said either. It's really, it's quite the moral dilemma because I really think that like 90% of these kids don't really care about the holy books at all. But they also know that their parents are watching. <laughs> and so <laughs> they're probably like, oh, man, I got to I oh, I'm so devout. Like, sorry, y'all got to got to pick the holy books, even though mm-hmm. they're, they're, really, they're not reading them. Who cares? Like, but also the golf course totally sucks. Like, mini golf like, course is, is a lame prize. Also, what do they need a mini golf course? Bad. Like, I'm, it's totally an optics thing. It's like, do we pick the like fun game or like the, you know, these holy books, the holy scriptures? It's like, I guess uh, I'll have to pick that. Like, oh, God, mm-hmm. it's all bad, though. Is there anything else? <laughs> nope. Like, do you have anything else behind any of these boxes? Like, please, like maybe like some water pipe. Like you could reoffer me the water pipes that don't freeze, mm-hmm. maybe. That'd be good. Something. So Something. where would they install the the, the golf the golf course. That's what I'm confused about is that I think they should have called their bluff been like, you know what? We're yeah, we're getting the golf course and you guys are going to have to put that. Like, I don't understand where it would go. You know, there was grass to the it. middle of town, which like, I like, I do not want a mini golf course in the middle of town, <laughs> in the center of town. No, things. Like, mm-hmm. no. So dumb. So dumb. <laughs> okay. And then the kids like get the books and they're perhaps having to pretend like uh like oh, oh, the book of Genesis. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like when uh when Zach asks Mike to come help with the dishes and Mike's like I'm kind of in the middle of reading this Quran or whatever. <laughs> it's like um 
<laughs> he's like, but I guess I could put it down. It's like, I do not believe you for one second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I was really looking forward to reading that. Like, yeah, like, give me, give me, give me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's like, sure, sure. All right. Let's talk about Cody. Um, Cody is <laughs> nine. He is sad. He is homesick because he has a letter from his girlfriend and she, she wrote him a letter right before she left. Melissa, this relationship is pretty hot and heavy. I honestly, like, I was telling Phil earlier, like, honestly, he's like holding this image, this picture of her, this little picture of her and like a, a handwritten letter in her like curly cue script as if he's like in a foxhole during World War II, like mm-hmm. just like crying, like holding the letter closed. It's like, oh, my God, you're like in third grade. Like This kid, I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How pissed do you think Cody's parents were that his girlfriend sent him a letter? Because as soon as Cody saw, saw a picture of his girl he was out he was like i can't do this i gotta go home he's like he's like screw twenty thousand. the love of my life is sitting there melissa i know you are so tapped in to kid nation did cody marry this woman from kid nation i do not know and i wish i did because uh that uh that would be a great little bow bow on the end of this yeah. story but uh i do not know cody has not done any interviews at least not that i've seen unfortunately mm-hmm. so uh no yeah. i think i read somewhere that they're not together they're anymore, not together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine yeah. we were uh second grade sweethearts so uh, we went on to get married <laughs> walked away from the opportunity of a lifetime on kid nation for her but it was worth it god <laughs> You know, I feel like if, if I was on Kid Nation, if I was Cody's age, I'd probably like I'd realize quickly enough, like I'm not going to be able to cut it. And I would have probably like made up some kind of like fake girlfriend or something like that. Oh, sorry, guys. I got to go home. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend needs me. I don't know. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was I, kind of a, a BS out, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I, like that's not he, he didn't miss his parent. It was his girlfriend. I, I It was totally BS. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I, I no guess way. what gives him more street cred to walk away from Kid Nation that he missed his parents or he missed his girlfriend? Oh, the street cred is the girlfriend thing. I mean, yeah. he's he liked her since the third grade. <laughs> I thought he's yeah. in third grade. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I've liked her since third grade. It's like so this year. Yeah. So, <laughs> Phil, he has a friend named Campbell. And Campbell's mm-hmm. like, all right, come on, we got to get your mind off uh, this woman trouble. Uh, come on. Let's go look at the cows. That'll do it's it. It's a real, it's a beautiful heart to heart moment. You know, he's like, listen, man, yeah, you don't, you don't need her. Like, you got us. You got the boys right here. And you know, like the thing is also, you know, Zach, Cody's just like, oh man, I'm never going to see any of these people ever again. That's his dilemma. You know, it's mm-hmm. his girlfriend and versus the people he's never going to see ever again. Like. I'm so confused as to what he thinks is going to like happen after this. Or like, are they going to shoot all the kids afterwards? Like, like what's that? Like you're going to be able to see your friend. You're going to see Campbell. Like yeah. calm down. It's okay. Uh, I don't know. It's 2007. It's not like necessarily like you're going to jump on like FaceTime or zoom. Yeah. Email him. Yeah. yeah. Facebook. I don't think these kids are on Facebook yet. <laughs> Eventually. They Eventually. Will be. But they don't know that. They don't know what's up. They don't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So 
we're going back to Taylor and the uh, washing dishes thing. Uh, she's not here to cook or wash dishes. Uh, she's not going to do anything about it. Sophia and Morgan are going to go look for Taylor. They can't find her. <laughs> they find they they go to the saloon. She's doing shots at the saloon with her friends. I, I love how everyone is just like they treat the saloon like it's like an adult saloon. Like again, when when Cody is like thinking about his girlfriend, he goes to the saloon and he's like, "Oh, give me another one. I'm having a rough day." Like, I'm yeah, so like when, they, when they find Taylor, they're like. You're just sitting here doing shots, like as if she's like super drunk. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, well, I'm just like knocking this one back. It's like you should be working. You're throwing your life away. Do they tell the kids like, hey, act like this is alcohol with the soda? I think it's probably just like the idea of calling it the saloon, giving them teeny little shot glasses, like putting the soda in like bottles that look like beer bottles. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure that doesn't help. Yeah, but it probably no, would have been fun too. Role playing. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anybody play, play do a drunk. shot of soda. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would hurt. Like, it would be, like, very fizzy. Rob, let's start next week. Yo, before we do the podcast, let's do a let's power do a hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Power hour. Let's <laughs> through the show. Soda. Yeah. Drink uh, nine sodas it. during the podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but listen, that's what Brent does every Big Brother podcast, right? That's true. He's got Brent's Coke count. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, that's his little icon on the LFC merch. Yeah. A soda. A soda. So uh, maybe, uh, how would Brent have been in, in Kid Nation? Oh, my God. <laughs> Brent would be the one causing all the drama. He'd be the one stirring the pot. He'd be the one objecting at every meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. He would have gotten his own spinoff show. He would have been yeah. the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been good. He would have like yeah. lobbied at every single thing of like, uh, all right, who deserves the gold star? Like, uh, guys, come on. For, uh, let's be, uh, let's keep it real here. Uh, we all know I should have gotten the gold star this week. Yeah, like, you know, I keep it totally real. Yeah. You know, I Everybody's keep it tuning in to see me here in Bonanza City. I'm good for the ratings. <laughs> he brings the veil out every time he doesn't get the gold star. Yeah, he doesn't get the gold star. The veil comes down. <laughs> <laughs> you find him in the saloon, yeah. not doing dishes, just right. like Taylor. The dishes are piling up then. So Zach is going to try to recruit everybody to go do the dishes. And every single person at first, Phil says no. But then Zach follows up with like, come on. Come on, come on, we need you. Like, all right, fine. It's it's a great that's approach. the key. Like the second ask. Because it's literally like, what else are you doing right now? Like and like Blaine like did not know how to answer the question. Like he had to run away because he was just like, I don't like I have nothing else to do. Like, Zach right, chased right. him down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, what do these kids have to do? Why not? You know, but yeah, it it, it like it ended up working out. Yeah. You know, Zach is a, just a, such a great leader. Like Zach is just really good at, you know, motivating these people. Like, come on, like, yeah, we need to eat. We need to cook. We need to clean these dishes, please. Listen, like, it right. does make sense. Like if every kid washed one or two dishes, like the whole thing would be done in 20 minutes. Right. If everybody was just rinsed off their own dish, <laughs> yeah. like if, if you just gave everybody like uh, your own plate, like, okay, this is your plate and this is your fork and this is your spoon for the entirety of the like time. So make sure it's clean. Like, I feel like that's what they should have done. Like, okay, then the cooks only need to clean the mm-hmm. things they cooked with and don't have to clean 40 dishes, you know? Like, that that's the way to solve it. And, okay, if a kid doesn't want to clean off their dish, like, okay, they eat off a dirty plate. 
Like mm-hmm. that's their own fault. <laughs> yeah, deal with it. It's fine. That's just, yeah, it. you know, everyone should have gotten their one, and they just keep it and maintain it. That's a, that's a great idea. Oh man, that's yeah. it. Season two. Yeah, I would look at this. Take the spray so paint that they wrote on the sheep, and then spray paint everybody's dish. <laughs> okay, I'm sure that won't be dangerous to eat. Well, you do yeah, the maybe spray paint the back. <laughs> okay, uh, day thirteen. It snowed, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a snowman. I don't even, what, what did he say? I don't know if you guys. Yeah, remember. he said he was a snowman. Uh, and <laughs> Mike's like, I hate like, the snow. What is this weather, this weather, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goes from one to the next. Then you're gonna have a hurricane. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. An earthquake next. And they, you know, it's these kids are just you know out there in the freezing cold. Yeah, some kids, some of the kids are jaded too. Some of the kids are like, oh, I don't want, I don't want the snow. Like. What, aren't, you, aren't you like 10 isn't isn't this month for you guys <laughs> like, in fairness they live outside in kid nation yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't have to shovel there's no cars like calm down guys mm-hmm. come on <laughs> all right we get into who should get the star there's some momentum for zach to get the star but taylor doesn't want zach to get the star because zach is really the person who makes uh her look bad by actually being the leader of the yellow team yeah she's like she's i really like him yeah he's he's doing your job yeah um we go back to morgan she's stepping it up morgan's killing it like again like morgan is you know one of the people who is 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 good there's some people that are just good at kid nation what is that a talent just like i'm good at you know being able to survive i don't know well yeah morgan's one of those people Mm -hmm. yeah i think you could be good at kid nation i think that's the thing that could happen (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay one of your life skills yes all right uh let's go to our council meeting uh first uh is there anybody that doesn't approve of the job that the leaders are doing uh and guess what everybody uh, says uh taylor <laughs> is bad it's a total taylor just bash session <laughs> it's just like they're just totally going at her and, and, and he, like even jonathan's like taylor does this, does this stuff get to oh, you oh yeah listen <laughs> the, the jonathan acts very is very shady to taylor here taylor you either have a really thick skin or you just don't listen does it get to you <laughs> so these are the two options you either have a really thick skin or you just don't listen it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, those are, that's it. Those are the options, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does she say she's going to do? She's going to do something to Zach, right? And then uh, they're like, hey, you're not allowed to punish us, Taylor. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did, what did she say? What's the, it's like a famous line. What did, what did she say? I didn't write it down. I, oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, man. I know what she said. <laughs> every single council is... Well, Taylor, you don't do this. Like, well, I don't have to. Like, well, you, you do have to. Like, okay, fine. I'll do better next time. <laughs> they, they, they start to threaten her power a little bit because at this point, it kind of feels like there's like a downright like uprising beginning mm-hmm. to happen. Like there's something where, you know, these kids are just totally riled up and they're just not, there's, it's going to be a certain point where they just can't take it anymore. But, you know, for right now, Taylor is, you know, she can do whatever she wants and there's nothing that anybody can really do about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Does anybody want to go home from Kid Nation? Uh, we find out that Cody is going to raise his hand. He's crying. Uh, he says there's good reasons and bad reasons. He needs to see his family. But the bad reason is he's never going to see his friends here ever again. 
<laughs> so they're gonna call his parents I, to come pick him up i just wonder like because the, the girlfriend plot totally just came out of left field like i like i feel like like we never really heard about cody's girlfriend before this like he's never talking about cody like his girlfriend like and then all of a sudden like you know 10 minutes before the episode he's like oh my girlfriend i gotta go home like i wonder if something else was happening i wonder if there was like some drama i don't know but i don't think cody did that much press so mm-hmm. I, I have no idea we'll never but know it, it, it just felt weird it, it that he just raised his hand and then he's out mm-hmm. um yeah. gold star time and morgan is gonna get the gold star uh morgan's family seems nice yeah yeah they're just again like you know they, they just act like they have a gun to their heads like they're just <laughs> like oh <laughs> oh yes, are you good okay job, yes <laughs> i know what you said What'd you say? She said that if he's not careful, he's going to be scrubbing toilets with the green team. Oh, <laughs> yes. She's going to demote him. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I remember now. All right. So good. So She's got a lot of liners. She's the queen. All right. She's the queen. We got a lot of questions from the listeners of Rob has a podcast in our patron uh, Facebook group. People uh, want to know a few different things about uh, Kid Nation uh, or a lot of uh, fun facts. Uh, people, uh, Jessica Frey wants to know, uh, on a scale of uh, one to Henry, how much do you hate uh, nine-year-old Cody missing his girlfriend? Um, I don't know if I, if it's, to me, I'm not going to like get on my soapbox about like, uh, Cody, how could you quit Kid Nation? This was the opportunity <laughs> of a lifetime. Like there's four, there's 39 kids. You don't want to be there. Don't be there. You know, at the we're not missing time, I, At the time, I felt like they should not be quitting. Cody should not be quitting. You know, Jimmy should not be quitting. That's, you know, that's lame. They have this opportunity. And um, and now I still feel that way. Really? You don't understand? <laughs> like, you know, from Jimmy, like, come on, Jimmy, day one, he was like, okay, I'm not ready for this. I'm not adult. Like, I'm just not an adult. Like, I am not doing yeah. this. Like, they wasted, no, they wasted it. They should have stayed. They should have stuck it out. When I was at sleepaway camp, and I, you know, I keep comparing this, it was really my only comparison that I can possibly make where I was that age and I was far away from my parents for four weeks. Uh, you know, I was so, so homesick the first day. I wrote them a letter and I ha- let my tears drip down onto the paper and then pointed an arrow to it and said, this is my tear. Um, and I told them how homesick I was. Now I wanted to go home. But guess what? I stuck it out and I stayed and I had an amazing fun time. And, you know, that's what they should have done. Mm-hmm. Jonathan should have so just I been feel like... So <laughs> Jonathan should have just been like, you know that if you quit this right you, when you're gonna go home and everyone's gonna watch this and you're gonna just get bullied at school for the rest All of your the life kids are <laughs> gonna laugh at you. mm-hmm. <laughs> chris snyder wants to know is it common for nine-year-olds to have a girlfriend not for me Whoa, yeah, no, no. melissa are you know. too phil I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I, I can't name names. I can't say anything. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think it was common. At least not yeah. for me. And not any. That's of my like when time. you first start having like crushes on people, but they're like secret crushes, Boy. and you're like, oh no, he looked at me. Not like I'm writing letters to my love. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a girlfriend not when like I was that. 19 years old. <laughs> Cody's oh. got gay. Cody's the man. Look at him. Either. Yeah, killing it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Emily Spireman wants to know, is there any chance that they are actually timing the challenges? There's no way they finished that sheep challenge in under five minutes. And every competition has supposedly finished with 15 seconds of the time limit. Too suspicious. That's really what I think. Like, I, I talked about it last week about how I thought that was BS. And we're going to, again, like not to spoil too much, but this this is going to happen again, where it's always like a total buzzer beater. And I do think it's just like they added in the time in the edit afterwards. And they're just like, oh, look, you just made it because, you know, they just we just want to see the, the dilemma. You know, we always it always is a bummer when we don't see the dilemma, although mm-hmm. it's weird that it didn't happen with the water one in episode two. Right. Yeah. Maybe it was a situation where like there was no way they were going to like either install that giant slide mm-hmm. and keep it maintained. And like that was also like a liability probably to have like <laughs> that giant slide. Yeah. Uh, it's like that unsupervised kids could just like slide down it. And also like maybe I mean like how I, I don't know. I feel like those water pumps like were just attached to like a barrel. Like, I don't know if that's like sanitary or like anything. Like, how do you ensure that they don't freeze when it's just like attached to a barrel? Like, maybe they didn't have the resources to like actually provide them with those prizes. And that's why they were like, ah, sucks for you. It didn't work out. But like all the others, like, that comes down to the wire. Like, I, I, I could see a situation where like that was a situation where they did not have the ability to grant those prizes. And so they were like, well, let's just like pretend like they didn't make it. Yeah. So I'm looking at the post of uh, Taylor's engagement uh, that Mm -hmm. she says, uh, said yes to my forever uh, with my BFF, my hardworking farmer, my handyman, and my boothang. Is it Greg? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there, there oh, you man. go. I, I got to see the man. Wait. Oh, so congrats. Too bad it's a podcast. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations to Taylor on uh, her recent engagement. Yeah. Mostly she said like a castle or something. Yeah. Her, her kids, so man. I don't know. <laughs> Taylor's kids are going to be just like Taylor. And you know, it's true. You know, there's going to be like just like three little Taylor. Oh, man. Oh, good <laughs> luck to them. <laughs> yeah. That would be bad. Okay, uh, anything else that either of you want to say about uh, this batch of episodes? Well, I guess I'm I'm just curious to see, you know, Rob, just what what your overall thoughts of, you know, the progression, because, you know, you're watching this for the first time. Melissa and I've seen this before. I love it. I I love it. But um, I just can't believe that it happened. Uh, I I still can't. (laughs) I, I can't believe that at no point at any that this aired that they did this. That, and I, I don't know what the producers are going to come up with next. It seems like they, they keep escalating. I kind of expect the next episode is going to be, all right, time, kids, for you to discuss where do babies come from? Uh, I, I don't know like where they're, they're escalating, and uh, there's still nine more episodes. Yeah. I'm just imagining a situation where they're like, well, the reason that the original settlers didn't, they you know, didn't procreate. They didn't off them they didn't procreate. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to find a way <laughs> to make sure that this line lives on yeah. and Kid Nation can survive. Restart society. <laughs> I will say, you know, because every week, yeah, like they're going to keep doing this. There's one episode that they shot that they did not air. Um, because and it was an episode about politics. It was like an episode about like Democrats and Republicans, and I guess it was just too controversial for them to air. At least that's what I read on on the internet. But so we're not going to see that. But it's just it's like something if no, people didn't know that. But we're still going to see just yeah a lot of 
um interesting stuff that the producers throw at these poor kids okay also don't you notice how like in in the as the confessionals like as the episodes go on and on like they start having like wounds like oh. on their faces. Yeah, well, sometimes like, they have like, like such chat their face, lips. Yeah. Chat lips like insane. Like they look like a mess. Like Taylor had a cut. Greg has like a skin, uh, chin scrape. Like Laurel's lips are just poor Laurel. It's, uh, it doesn't look good for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, a wild show. I'm so happy that we are doing this and I can't wait to see mm-hmm. uh, what comes up next time in episodes five, six, and seven. Uh, Melissa, will you continue to do the rewatch? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Okay. I'm very excited to listen next week. So uh, thank you guys so much for having me on to talk about this show. I feel like I've had so many thoughts just like kept inside me for so long because nobody else I know knows this show at all. Okay. <laughs> so it's been great to talk about it. Well, Melissa, I hope you continue to fact check us every step of the way. Oh, I will. Please yeah. send me, send me all the fact check. Be and our I'm sorry Sophia for spreading town council. <laughs> I'll be like, excuse me. Get mm-hmm. it right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Melissa, where can we keep up with what you're doing? I am on all social media platforms under It's Melissa with three A's. And uh, yeah, you can uh, check me out there. Melissa, what about your latest uh, holiday video? <laughs> you can see that as well. It's on my YouTube and I put reposted on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, it's uh, every year my brother and I, we make a music video like parody for my mom. And we've been doing it since I was like, like oh i don't know like 17 really i guess like we've been doing it for so long and so th- this is the newest edition we finally decided to share it with the world um i don't know why um but we've never shared it before uh, maybe we'll go back in the archives and find some other good ones and yeah, share them now but you're uh, a big you YouTuber. Check it out. yeah <laughs> yeah i guess so now i'm a youtuber who knows, M- Melissa, who knows what comes next do you think that maybe your next uh drunk history could be talking about a particular event from kid nation it could be. I do a pretty good uh, Taylor impression, so uh, <laughs> so everyone's just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. You could have like the bandanas for like uh, which person you're supposed to be, and the confessionals. I would love it. That that's actually a very good idea. Maybe I'll maybe I'll put that in the uh, in the to do list. Okay. All right. Well, this was so great <laughs> to have you here. Uh, it's Melissa. Three A's, of course. Mm-hmm. Phil, uh, this has been so fun. I uh, can't wait to come back and do it again here next week uh, with episodes five, six, and seven. Phil, where can people follow you? Um, so you can follow me on twitter.com um, at <laughs> listenupphilip. Um, and you can also follow me on letterbox.com. Um, my username is PNTJR. I'm always writing movie reviews and you know TV show reviews. And I'm mostly spending a lot of time on there because I have no life. And what did I you like review this week? Stuff. Um, so I watched this movie. This, they made a live action Pinocchio film, actually. And I was I watched it. It was like, but it was it's like the Italian version. It was like by an Italian okay. filmmaker. And it's like kind of crazy and really messed up because it's like based off of the real Italian folk- yeah. folklore. I don't recommend showing to your kids, but it, it was a really great movie. I highly recommend. Look Sounds creepy. Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah. It's really. Yeah. All right. And for me, we kicked off our Survivor all-time top 40 season rankings this week. We're talking about the 40th best season of 
Survivor. We talked about Island of the Idols. We had a a great panel with uh, myself, Chantel Francis, and Chappelle talked about the 40th best season of Survivor. If you haven't checked out what we're doing, it is uh, so far a very fun series. Every week, we'll be talking about the rankings of uh, each season of Survivor. We'll go through one a week. Next week, we'll talk about the 39th best season of Survivor. You can catch that every single week on Rob is a Podcast. When you subscribe, Rob is a website.com slash iTunes. And for our patrons, we are going to start be, uh, doing a weekly feedback show. We're going to be answering. We got over 300 questions about season 39 uh, this week. I'll be answering those and any other questions that come in on our patron podcast feed at robisawebsite.com slash patron as a new weekly series for the patrons of Rob is a Podcast plus weekly activities and much more at robisawebsite.com slash patron. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week to talk about episodes five, six, seven of Kid Nation on the RJP Rewind. Take care of a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com.